This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's time once again for a splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway, the beautiful Buckatorium, fantastic New Windsor, Illinois. I'm Steve, and the studio studio today is Eric. Yo. Kurt. What up? (laughs) What up? Austin. What's up, guys? Chandler, (laughs) for those of you who don't know. Ross Bigger. How's it going? And uh, coming all the way from, uh, from Indiana. I don't know how or why you came here on a weekday, but the beautiful... The lovely, the oh my god, I'm never drinking with that guy ever. Joe Humphreys was cracking, and here we are. Hey, here we are. are. Welcome to the studio, kind hey, sir. Dude, this is this is awesome. I know I, we're we're kind of. I'm sorry, we're 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 below the because you're TikTok famous now, so oh, we're kind of below right. that. I just right, right. I'm I'm glad <laughs> you, you can't join stop us. trying, dude. Can't well, stop we, trying. We've podcasted at Chandler's, Lord Chandler's house yep, once. That was the first one. Uh, a couple trade shows, a couple hungover trade shows. Mm-hmm. And now you were overdue for a studio podcast. Long overdue. So mm-hmm. I thank you for making the drive and uh, coming out. And you brought us some food plot seed for the Illinois boys. Yeah, a little bit. So thank we, you for that, too. The, we got the mineral for the Iowa boys. Yeah, hopefully Illinois will get on board. But uh, nah, I'm not holding my breath anymore. That's a topic for another podcast. Yeah. Anyway, we can plant food plots. So We can do that. There it is. So we'll get into that a little bit. I feel that I owe you a little more detail podcast on a little bit of the products at the front end of this episode because I was too hungover at ATA to do to do my job correctly. Too hungover is an understatement. Yeah. You guys were uh, – yeah. I mean, I, I show up and you're not there. Alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning is probably a little more accurate. I, I think I probably did that day, man. Well, I mean, I, I'm good with that, but all I've heard on this podcast since January is Kurt whining about how I gave him Jameson the <laughs> night before our podcast. Yeah. Oh. So to combat that tonight, 
instead of having it the night before, I did bring the bottle with me. Oh, oh, my God. So we, we got during during? the podcast. Oh, so <laughs> Joe is literally pulling a bottle of Jameson out right no, now. We're all calling oh, no. him sick tomorrow. Oh, it's oh, not the oh little my bottle. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. John here needs me tomorrow. What are you doing? That's a big one. Dude, that's, that thing's uh, a, that's the size of a gas tank on the side of a semi. Oh, my gosh. I honestly keep on drinking out of that thing, and it just doesn't go away. So uh, I just brought it over. Self-filling. It just fills back up. on for for three years. Dude, no, what it, that bottle is so big, it's got its own atmosphere in there. So, like, the moisture comes up, and, like, the alcohol clouds just keep raining down. Just it, it, it refuels itself. Oh, man. That thing is monstrous. That's uh, Well, thank you for that, Joe. Thank you so well, much. Well, I mean, there's there's more to it. I mean, I have a theory that I've built that oh. Jameson does prevent the coronavirus. Oh. I keep mm. on drinking it. haven't got it yet. So let's keep on going. We're going to get a letter from Jameson tomorrow, I bet. Absolutely. Or when this yeah. launches. Yeah. They're like, please well, keep spreading the message. Before this goes <laughs> any further, I think that uh, Steve should give a veteran shout-out um, before we get all drunk on Jameson. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> the, the veteran shout-out is actually very, very cool. Um, this week it's sent in by uh, by a good buddy of ours, uh, Garrett Backman. All right, so the veteran's name, this is a, I should say, Donald, Gary, Don, and James, all in the U.S. Army. It says, uh, both of my grandfather served in Vietnam, and my mom and dad both served in Desert Storm. All four of them would rather not be acknowledged for their service. They've always said they didn't sign up so they could have people thanking them. They signed up to serve. I said, I don't think any that any of them get the respect and gratitude they deserve because most people don't know about their service. So I'd like to give them uh, them and the many more like them who never hear about it because they serve silently and want to give them a big shout-out. So to Donald, Gary, Don, and James, I want to thank you guys for your service to this country. We appreciate it a lot. You guys went in. Uh, you want to fight for our freedom. You didn't do it for the glory. You did it for the right reasons. We appreciate the hell out of that. Man, without uh, without you guys, we say it all the time. We couldn't do this podcast. I couldn't say half the stupid shit I say because you guys fought for my freedom. So uh, we appreciate it deeply. And um, send in your vet shouts, man. We will shout out any vet that you guys want. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Under the contact tab, there is a veteran submission form. Fill that out. As always, I can't read that well, so go ahead and send in uh, how to pronounce things and how to pronounce the pronunciations helps out too we should just give out your phone number so they can leave voicemails for the veteran show. uh yeah sure whatever that's a bad idea i don't want anybody talking to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true yeah. with all the shit going down the hunting industry i gotta protect our brain yeah, best friend <laughs> yeah uh the podcast is presented by hha sports hha sports.com we're all shooting the tetra let me joe do you shoot an hha Okay. I, I don't. Go oh, to hell, I'm Joe. Sorry, <laughs> get out of get out of here. Scram. I thought you did, so I was I put jump blast. I've got one on the way. I will be shooting one later this year. Okay, that's so fair. Not shooting it right now, but Welcome to the way. family. Thank you. Which one did you go with? Do you know yet? Have you decided? Uh, I think it's gonna be the Tetra. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bingo. That's for the money. Ross is uh spoke bad back in the day on a podcast, but yeah. but um uh, Mr. Scott Bakken has set you right on your ways and now he, you're, he you're went a nose man. and nose with me. Did he? Yeah, at ATA. You're a better man now. Yeah, I am. Oh, for sure. <laughs> One <laughs> single pin nation. Yeah. Scott Pine. Scott it took a while, but I'm I'm there. Scott Bakken's the single pin messiah. Yeah, that's his new name. I love that actually. <laughs> the single pin messiah. Yeah, uh, that's really good. Um, if you've always wanted to try a single pin, I I highly suggest that you do. Um, you sight in at twenty. 
um, or, for, or 20 and 40 or depending on your model 20 and 60 and that calibrates your sight uh, your sight tape for you and then you're sighted into pretty much as far as you want to shoot it's a, it's a magical thing um, you think about your yardage you think about your shots a little more it has made me a better shot I can honestly say that uh, podcast is also brought to you by Big time. Oh, oh, oh it is. Who Wait the hell me. signed up for that? <laughs> Taking a chance, huh? All right. Well, Boy. big time for the Illinois folks or folks that can't do supplemental feeding. Um, they offer a full line of food plot seed, which we're going to dial into on this episode. Uh, Bigtime.com um, or contact Joe Umphreys directly because he's that type of guy. He's the give him a give him a religious name. Oh, dude. All right. Joe Umphreys is. The prophet of food plots. Wow. No, 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 no. Daryl, my boy. Oh, Daryl's the prophet Darryl's of food Daryl's the prophet. I mean, well, we, we don't know Daryl, though. All right, you are the... Okay, fair. All right, he is the... Uh, Damn it, Daryl. Joe Humphreys is the food plot demigod. Okay, we're going to do this for every sponsor and someone from each company, so <laughs> okay. be on your toes. Um, <laughs> Elite Archery is a partner of ours. We're very proud to be a part of that family. Check out last week's episode with uh, Christian Costa and... Larry Mack, uh, a.k.a. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Um, Lorenzo. <laughs> what is Larry Mack as a religious figure, if he was? Um, if we lived in biblical times. Man, Larry McCoy is the... Um, he's the... Uh, oh, I got for trouble here. I got Shoot the new cure. Um, it's actually really incredible. Uh, a lot of people were shooting. Go ahead and keep thinking. I'm, I'm doing my job. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, they had the elite trailer there, so everyone at the Iowa Classic got to shoot the cure. Um, great response, and also a big thank you to everyone that uh, had a working class bow hunter hat and went up to the elite booth and said, Absolutely. "Only reason why I care about these bows is because working class bow hunter that helped us out a lot." Um, That's cool. You got nothing. You're dry, huh? No, he is the uh... <laughs> careful. Get Larry McCoy is the uh, Maharaja of mm. elite bows. I don't understand that one. Um, Say. Also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Check out the DeQuisto series. There's one coming down the pipeline. We're supposed to be in within the next week or so, Mr. Andre, Mr. Cody. Um, but LoneWolfCustomGear.com. Use code WCB off all products, stands, merch, other uh, new camera arms coming down the line. Uh, also, Hunter's Blend Coffee, excellent coffee. I think Joe's going to drink some Hunter's Blend Coffee in the morning before Dude. he takes off back to Indiana. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Also, Old Barn Taxidermy. Got the antelope back. My bucks are. I took the racks there because I got the other uh, the hide stand up ready to go. Um, super helpful. Julian walked me through, sat there and let me him haul around on what mount I should uh, I should pick for my buck and help me make my decision. Really threw a bunch of options at me and ideas and um, so it was cool. Old Barn Taxidermy in Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, also, Loophole Optics. Um, High end optics have changed the game for me from shed hunting to just kind of seeing what critters you're hunting from a distance. You know, you see. Oh, it looks like a 10-pointer from here. Oh, well, now all of a sudden he's a 10-pointer with double split twos, and you didn't know that until you looked through your binos. That's right. So it helps a lot for, like, the finer the finer things in hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leopold, for the finer details. The finer details. Also, scent crusher because Steve stinks. What is, uh, what is Dan Drake in the religious? Oh, dude, Dan Drake's the Holy Father. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> Dan Drake's just um, Father Dan Drake. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I have one. Cody DeQuista was the prodigal son. Oh, okay, I like that. No, I, sorry, I rushed through some. No, I, I, for, for Dan, I would have gone with the Sultan of Stench. 
Ooh. That's just me. I'm just Damn. Wild. I'm, I'm in marketing. That's Damn. what I do. Oh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> the the sultan? Sultan. 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 Oh, I don't know what that is. You know, like an Aladdin, like a king. Oh. Uh, Arabian Sultan. times. No. Hey, Joe, do you know <laughs> who the Aladdin? I didn't have the best upbringing. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know who the Ayatollah of rock and roll is? Mm. I would say Jimi Hendrix. No, oh, no, it's uh, Chris Jericho. No. Yeah, it is. No, no that's his self-given name. He's he, actually he's a already. Guy. I, I actually want to make a rule before we started. <laughs> oh. Every time he says something stupid, we had to make him drink some Jameson. Ooh. Can we go ahead and add oh, that? No. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah, we can add that. Yeah, you, you can do whatever you want. It's working class bone. Yeah, Jericho, and you're, and you're the on, guest. Man. You're the guest. Like, come on now. Yeah, let's do it. Well, oh, you want me to go, ju- go ahead? Oh, <laughs> say something yeah. stupid. You have to do one. Let's say something. Stupid. I already did. Do you need a cup so you don't. We need a glass. You need a glass. Yeah, you don't I think so? Okay. Here, let me here. Wait, let me. Is that an empty chew can? I'll uh, take James and have an empty chew can because I'm that pathetic. I got one here, Steve. You can sleep in the yard tonight. Okay. Yeah, sleep, sleep in the pool. Sleep All right. In, I am not going to say, say anything stupid the rest of this episode because I got to get home. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> anyway, you, might have, you guys might have found the secret. See, every time you say something stupid, drink. Yeah, that's what you do, man. He, he kind of owes me once for before the podcast started because he's like, "Hey, man, Doug said you could crash at our place." I'm like, "Cool, man." He's like, "It's, it's 50 minutes away. It's no big deal." <laughs> yeah, that's an hour away. That is it. In the Doug's wrong, in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm going to add yeah. an hour to my drive yep. home. That tomorrow. is from yeah. Doug himself. I'm just the messenger. Don't no, I, ma- I, don't I get the messenger it. drunk. I appreciate. it. Don't get me wrong. What the hell is that? That's an hour in the wrong direction. No, that's an hour in the wrong direction. How big the shot is? Oh my it's god! Not gonna, big. Yo, it's just drink it. You don't got to do a shot of that. Oh, okay. That's a third of a mason jar. Right, well, would you just shut my mic off? Because I'm not going to be able to finish all this <laughs> without puking. Just yeah. take a humble just drink. Just sip it, man. Children shoot, men drink. Okay, well, God all dang. right. Well, that's what we're doing. Down the hatch. All right, this is working class bow hunter at its finest. How was that? There we go. Have a hard day at work. Come home, listen to a podcast, drink some Jameson. Oh shoot some Jameson. Shoot then, some Jameson. And then the next day, have a hard day at work. That was about a triple shot. Yeah. Okay, Steve's a uh, triple Jamie. Steve's trying to be a big man here, dude. I'm, I'm afraid if I keep breathing, this like the foam is gonna Melt. just disintegrate from this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the windscreen's gonna disappear. <laughs> Joe, what's up, brother? Dude, it's been a busy year. Yeah, you've I mean, been all I, over. We we talked a lot at. at in January at ATA about how crazy 19 was with development <laughs> and everything. Yeah. It hasn't stopped. It, it just good. keeps on going. I mean, Business the, is good. Uh, you know, since we launched the, the mineral and the food plot at ATA, the response has been absolutely – I just cracked. Did you hear that? Maybe I need some Jameson. <laughs> Wash her down. Pass that on down. Clear through. Um, the, the response was far more than we ever could have expected. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Um, and still continues to be, I mean, you didn't expect the response. I, I knew it was going to be good, Yeah, but I mean, we're just, it's everything we can do to keep up with orders right now. And you know, this right. is traditionally the slow time of year Right, right. where everybody's kind of chilled out we're kind of coming out of show season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know, I was in Iowa Yeah, by the time I've, I've <laughs> always wanted to go. Man, by the time Iowa rolls around, I'm yeah. so tired. I just want to hang out at home. I get that. Chill with my boy and I get that. Do the family thing. Hang out. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a show going on this weekend in Minnesota. I'm like, no, it's yeah. cold up there. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. It's still got ice up there. Well, so but, what you did with this food plot line is you eliminated your slow time by everyone getting ramped up for their springtime. Yeah. I mean, you, you bring in the frost seating and also, you know, I severely underestimated how many people were going to be throwing out mineral in the mineral legal states. Right. I mean, guys weren't buying. We went to the Indy Deer and Turkey Expo. 
Guys weren't buying one bag, a 20-pound bag. Yeah. We had guys coming up buying 20, 30-pound or 20 and 30 bags at a time. Really? And that's actually how I threw my back out, and I was still jacked up. <laughs> I mean, it's 20-pound bag. It's like no big deal, and I'm throwing yeah, into the back of the guy's When you do that truck, many of them. Yeah, when you do 1,000 of them. So is a lot of that, or a lot of guys doing the supplemental feed right now um, for sheds and just late-season late yeah, worn-out bucks? Yeah, you know, you're still doing inventory, trying to find the bucks that survived the season. You're yeah. trying to build them up at the same time. Yeah. Um, same way with the mineral side of it. I mean, you're, you're getting those mineral sites established. They're, they're going to start hitting them a lot more later on right right but right now it's you know find the shed and the feed pile and that, that's easy makes yeah. your makes your day a whole lot easier <laughs> right absolutely. what's in that uh like what's in that feed or the supplemental feed that's gonna you know what i mean like what's in the blend that's gonna help the deer this time of year well, or is well it, you know if you're using is it just protein? they like it well that too yeah. i mean the, the cherry rush flavoring is what keeps them coming back you know time mm-hmm. after time multiple times a day that they love the taste of it um, right now, the protein plus is beneficial because you're rebuilding the fat reserves that have been lost through the winter. I mean, beat down muscles and yeah, we we've been pretty fortunate this year. I mean, I think everybody's had a pretty mild, mild winter. winter. We yeah, needed it after sure. last but, winter, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but rebuilding those fat reserves and muscles and skeletal structure and everything because that's you know I, I think we touched base on the first podcast I ever did, but that's yeah. been forever ago. Yeah, you know when they start growing those antlers, they're pulling all those minerals and everything from their skeletal structure. Right. And so the more you can get in there and refurbish those, the better off you're going to be, and it's going to get them healthier faster. Right. I did want to want to touch on that. So I believe it was that that podcast at Austin's when you talked about you know all these other seed companies or like mineral companies. We'll, we'll talk about how much protein. They're going to give mm-hmm. these these critters in. The way you explained it, you were like, yeah, they can only get like 13 grams of protein or something like that. 16. 16. Yep. Um, and you guys are like, yeah, we don't just That's like the max their body can. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. overload them. I mean, it's more is not necessarily better. Right, right. I mean, if they can't handle it and they're just going to shit it out, then maybe you should just give them what they need and they're happy. That's why they keep on coming back because you're not overloading their bodies. Mm-hmm. They're going to eat more because... They're not bloated up. You're not giving them a urinary tract infection because with too much protein, that's exactly what happens. Oh, really? Yeah. They get jacked up. That causes stress. Smaller antlers. See, yeah. I mean, I know we've, that episode's been a couple of years since we've done that one. It's been a while. So it's good for a refresh. And and we do so many podcasts, I feel like I forget a lot of details that, you know, that are thrown into these. Um, But that's an overlooked thing for sure for most people because. Who's going to look that up? You think when you're doing it? I mean, most people probably do, but maybe I don't know. Probably forty percent of the guys that are serious about feeding their deer probably do, but then the other sixty are just like, "Well, more is better. Let's give them what the, everything we can." Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, too much can could hinder it a little bit. That's interesting. Yep. Definitely interesting. Well, because is it true? I've heard that as soon as a deer sheds his antlers, the regrowth process has already kicked in, pretty much. But, you know, really. In all honesty, it's already started before they shed. Right. Yeah. That's what kind of pops them off, right? Yep. That's exactly right. They I mean, start growing the other ones. And that's, they're starting to get them going. It's that's a lot of hormone and a mm-hmm. lot of other shit in there, too. But it's bizarre. That is crazy to think about. So, yeah, I mean, worn out bucks. That's why I wish Illinois would get on board with all that um, with supplemental and feed. It, I mean, as you guys know, I live literally <clears throat> right on the Illinois line. Yeah. Like two minutes and I'm in Illinois. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. I mean, we we go to a Walmart in Paris, Illinois, which is right up the road from me. The amount of deer that we see in those fields, and I mean, the way they're farming these days, there's nothing left on the ground, mm-hmm. especially if you're running a John Deere. They're, that's easy. Uh, 
<laughs> no, but we got our losses just like everybody else. But I mean, but I know there's you're saying nothing, there's nothing left. Yeah, losses yeah. are low nowadays. You know, we're starting to see some buds come out on the trees and you know the multi-floor yeah. rows and everything. But for the mo- there's nothing left. The acorns are gone. You know, they're digging in my clover field, and they're I mean, it's a quarter inch tall. Right. You know, there's nothing there. You uh-huh. got to give them something. <laughs> so if you can. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, if you can. That's but, I mean, the they just those Illinois fields, they were just scouring for anything they could. Well, I mean, imagine just a worn-out buck that's fighting and running. And then, you know, th- like you said, thankfully we had a light winter. Last year we had three weeks of, like, negative 40 almost. Yep. And, man, I found – I mean, I found a slammer deadhead um, that I, I think was probably shot or maybe he was worn thin and that killed him. But I know there was people finding, like, full, intact – perfectly preserved does bedded up frozen yep. solid is frozen like death. just got wet or whatever or just that cold got stuck out there and froze to death as is we uh we walked a property last weekend and we didn't find a single shed my dad was very proud that he found a golf ball in the middle of nowhere that was the highlight of the day <laughs> <laughs> but i mean we, we only found two dead does and one was a fawn, so who knows what happened. Right, coyote kill or something. But it sure seems like there was a, a easy mortality this winter. That's good, sure. man. And I, damn coyotes. I wonder if we'll see a difference next fall with this easy winter. You know what I mean? As far I, I as, like, think, antler growth and, and... You know, as as much as people complain, and this is just my personal opinion, when you have an easy winter and then if you have a really wet spring, summer... You're gonna have a bumper year, yeah, for for racks. I mean, as much as people come, the farmers complain, everybody complains about so much water. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that it helps your rack size. I would I agree. Really do. I would agree. We had a really wet spring uh, last mm-hmm. year, and I feel like it helped. I saw hell our lease. I saw the most and biggest bucks I've seen on the lease this far. I, I honestly think my dad had this theory that our lease, because um, this will be our third year leasing it. That he thinks it got hit by chronic wasting or some sort of uh, major disease before we leased it because he found a bunch of just dead young bucks that we, of course, we just let lay. Um, he's like, and he had that theory. I think it got hit by some sort of disease. And I was like, nah, I doubt it. We'd find deer all over. But now the more I think about it, the more I've hunted it, I'm like, yeah, the deer numbers don't seem right because every year they get a little better. We see a little more deer. We see a little bit bigger bucks. Finally so making that comeback. I think it's on the bounce back. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Clark Cummings is from our, that area, and he drives by. He's a UPS driver and drives through that area where my lease is. And he's like, dude, five years ago, you saw just studs out there, and now there's just nothing. So I think it's on the comeback, which we planted. Um, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, last stand? We planted last stand out there, and, and I think that helped a lot. I had deer on the property more than we ever had. So it was good to see kind of like the hard work. Ross came out and helped us do the food, the fall food plots, part of skid steer out, and it, it was kind of fun. Put that effort in, and see some deer off of it. And, and 2012 was the last dynamite. Get that mic year. a little closer to you, there, Ross. 2012 was the last dynamite year of just nothing but big bucks. Austin and I've talked about it a lot. 2012. 2012. Uh huh. So now we're. Going That's when I day. killed my biggest buck. Yep. Yep. Um, and it seemed like so, something between EHD. Or chronic wasting or something. I mean, EHD we had, was hard, and t- everybody across the country had EHD really bad in 12. Yep. yep. Hmm. yep. The weather's just been out of whack. But I, I think that, you're right. We're back on the on yeah. the uphill here. And I know that EHD can of worms is a whole podcast in itself. Right. It's almost it's not it's almost <laughs> not worth getting into unless you're going to claim it as that type of podcast from the get go. Let's just talk about the coronavirus. 
Let's do that. <laughs> you know what kills coronavirus? Jameson. 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 The corona wa- coronavirus wasting disease is that we're talking about. Hey, we're going to get a Jameson sponsor by the time this podcast is over. Absolutely. Bush Light don't want it, so we're going to drink a Coors Light later. I'm going to even get on top of my wife tonight. So, <laughs> oh, damn. If you was like that. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You ever seen Brock, Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. That was Thank the you. greatest yeah. ending to a fight <coughs> ever was when he did that. That's why I don't let him back. Hey, who's his wife? Sable. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was a pro wrestler, too. What we're going back to is helping. <laughs> I wanted so bad oh. to just throw it at him again. But I'm not, hey, not going to be me. Please, please don't. Please, that wasn't stupid. That was informative. Here's the thing. The drunker he gets, it means the longer he's going to hang out here after yeah. the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, Kurt's like, I want him out of here now. <laughs> um, going back to when we were on track, helping those deer that are worn out <laughs> and bringing them back. Um, but now, basically, you just ruined your slow time of the year by having this food plot line up. I know. I used to. It, you kind of died down after show season. I could focus on turkeys for a little bit, and now it's <laughs> like. all break in. Nope. Um. See, my wife screwed up this year because we're due at June twenty second. Yes, I'm my missing the shoot. Screwed. Sorry, boys. All right, that's fair. But uh, my well, she screwed, screwed up, up, huh? My wife screwed up. <laughs> well, I I timed it perfectly, and then you told me what the date was. Mm. I mean, I was like, yeah, shit. No, she screwed uh, something. <laughs> hey, that was the receiving end. She messed up. Yeah, yeah. You know, but she she told me she's like, you better kill the shit out of turkeys this year. Because this fall, you're on lockdown. I'm like, that's fair. I'm, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. And then I hand her my schedule. I'm going to six states. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, you let go of the reins. What do you want me to do? Right. I'm going to go kill some turkeys. This I mean, is on you. Here we we got to go. fill the freezer with turkey meat because we're not going to have venison. I mean, <laughs> Just a bunch of turkey breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I don't know why we dropped the ball on this, but you didn't get invited to Turkey Palooza this year. We got to get you in on the Turkey Palooza. I have, I have a, a deep passion for turkey hunting. We need to get is it action. too late to get an Illinois tag? It is, isn't it? No, they're no. open right now. Over the counter. Yeah, over oh, the counter. Yeah. Leftovers. Just swing by Daily. Farm King on the way out and grab a fifth season Henderson County Illinois turkey tag. Fifth season Henderson what, County? What say? time is the fifth season? Because I think I'm in Kansas. It's April 3rd. No, 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 no. no, no. That, that'd be May. It's late. I'm sorry, it's, May. Yeah, it's May. It's, uh, it's the end of April, first part of May, somewhere yeah. right in there. It's the um, second weekend in May, isn't it? Jesus, I got the tag out there. It's the first oh, week in May because uh, I'll be with Mr. Blake Garrett, which, by the way, he wanted me to say this off podcast, but he loves you guys, hmm. and he, you guys are like the only podcast he really wants to do. Wow. And he's never got an invite. Well, he oh, can come on in the he studio. He cried on oh. the phone to me today. Who? Oh, wow. Like tears. tears. Blake Garrett. Who Blake Blake Garrett? Who's Blake? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's more than welcome to come to a podcast. That's hilarious, by the way. I love no, that he, you called him out. Honestly, he's he's probably one of the most aggressive turkey hunters I've ever seen. And if you guys haven't seen his videos on Instagram or anything, they're absolutely insane how close he gets to birds. I mean, he will go after them. I'm pretty sure we're TikTok friends. Oh, you sh- <laughs> if you're not, you should be because well, he has are. some funny shit on there. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Is he the one who showed his whole taxidermy collection and it had the the Murder on My Mind song in the background? Yeah. That was him? I thought so. I remember seeing that video. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Maybe we need to hook him up with Eric so Eric can finally kill a turkey. There you go. Got a turkey block. I don't know if if it's possible. You can hate it all you want, but, dude, you kill one, you'll be hooked. Sounds like Johnny. I've been trying for the last three years. Well, when it comes together. Three, four years. Austin and I have been trying to kill a bird together for ten years, it feels like. Maybe. I think it's Doug's bad luck. Yeah, that's yeah, got to could be, be yeah. the mustache. Yeah, yeah. you got to trade the it The mustache out. and your mullet cancel out. No kidding. Ooh, could be. 
you got to have either both because one or the other don't work. Here's what you need to do. Keep your malt to turkey season, but just have a mustache. So if they're, if they're both attached to your body, it mm-hmm. creates a, mm. a, a power. I can't do a good mustache. You, no, you can do that. Even, match you. even better. It might be long enough in that mullet. You just make a mask with it. Mm. Just wrap it around the face. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's getting close to be able to do that. Ninja <laughs> style. Super reckless. That's like Mortal Kombat, like the scorpion guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Scorpion <laughs> guy. Hell, yeah. Eric, you'll get a turkey this year. I have a good feeling. That's if I go. Don't let me kill a turkey before you. <laughs> I kind of loved Eric's hate for turkeys. I appreciate it on a deep level. Did you level. get a tag? No. Did, you didn't get a tag? <laughs> not yet. Well, well, no, he's not going then. I just go to Walmart and buy one. For Iowa. Yeah, for yeah. Iowa. Well, come to Turkey Palooza. Yeah, you know, because yeah. TJ and Brady come to Turkey Palooza. And that makes it even worse that you haven't gotten an invite. TJ and Brady come? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guys that always stand us up when I say, hey, I'm going over to WCB, mm-hmm. and then they don't show up. Yep, those guys. No, they come here when you're not. Hey, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you sponsor them. <laughs> I do sponsor them. I, I can make things happen. Good. Oh, <laughs> I can make things happen. <laughs> Brady texted me last night. He goes, hey, what's a brother got to do to get some clover food plot? I was like, probably a TikTok request. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> damn. The next time someone hits you up, I, they don't listen to our show, let's be honest. <laughs> be like, uh, I don't know. Maybe invite me to Turkey Palooza. That, or how that about this? I actually had an awesome conversation with TJ today, and he didn't bring it up at all. So. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Deep. Hope y'all's listening. Bro, wow. That's really funny. <laughs> wow. Tell, us, uh, tell, us his un- uh, tell Brady uh, we need pictures of Stephanie, and then TJ we need pictures of Liz. Oh, wait, wait, no, they just wait. have to be like nice. Well, why'd like, you have to bring great. them into it? It's, it's huh? funny you bring up Stephanie and Liz because we do have something <laughs> planned for later this summer that's just you might not come out of the bedroom for a while after watching that video. Oh my god, it's gonna Boy, be. Oh man, well you got to clarify a little bit. You nope, can't just nope. leave everybody in the dark. There, there's gonna be an amazing teaser for one of our very specific products that they're they're all on board for, and it's gonna be awesome. Oh, where's the big time buck naked? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking for. They it. signed the documents. <laughs> huh? They signed the release forms. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it involves happy hour. Okay, that's, that's all okay. I can give you. Now okay. that you mention that, we have a bottle of happy hour. Yeah, what's happy what's happy hour? hour? Before we get back on track, because yeah. we went off track. Yeah, I mean that's just what happens that's when what, I come here. That's what there, we there do. is no track. Hey, this is but, this is bullshit hunting camp. As far as I'm concerned, right now at uh, happy hour. Yeah. Oh, give me a, what is happy hour, Joe? Uh, happy hour is our liquid mineral attractant. You know, you pour it down on a stump, straight on the ground, on top of a feed pile, whatever you want to do with it. Give that thing a smell real quick. It looks like a liquor bottle, by the way. It looks like a like oh, a, like a uh, Hawkeye vodka <laughs> liquor. Yeah, bottle. it looks like yeah. a uh, like a zigzag bottle kind of. <laughs> yeah, it makes you want to drink it. Take a little sip. Ooh, it's a, that's it's like nice. Cherry Starburst. Ooh, it doesn't taste the same way. No, I tried it. It's horrible. It's like silage. It's very, very you take salty. a bath in it yet? Very salty. It's like silage. It's like silage. It smells so. Take good. a bath in it. it. Like he shit. hasn't got sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> I actually like, tried hey. to get like a true vodka bottle, like McCormick's, you know, with the yeah. little handle on the back. We couldn't use that bottle because the the regulator that comes in the cap that actually comes built into the cap. So oh no, shit! On, yeah, it seals down, mm. and they they were going to charge me like eighty cents to remove that. Cap. Oh like, hell! Oh really? No, I'm not doing that. So Man, you dump this over, or can you put this straight on the ground? You can put it straight on the ground, on the stump, on top of the feed pile, whatever you want to do with it. You probably just said that, but I was re- I was looking at the bottle. Yeah, you were just so excited about a vodka bottle that you, you can pour that on the, uh, it's, on um, the block. Hey, mark it in on point because I w- we can't use this in Illinois. No. so But I want to buy it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. it's got me. Um, are you going to drink this, Steve? What? 
you're going to drink this. If you drink oh. some of that, you don't have to hit the Jameson anymore. You've said like three stupid things That's since fair. you drank Here's that. Here's the thing. That's true. Do me a big favor. I'm going to video this while we podcast, but okay. you got to make sure that cap right here when you drink it goes straight into your your suck hole and doesn't <laughs> spill all over the place. <laughs> so I got to mouth this whole bottle. Is this where you insert that this is not for human consumption? Yeah, this yeah, is This not is where wall. you no, make I'm the disclaimer. Human. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a video. I'm sorry for everyone in podcast land. In your suck hole. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to call it? <laughs> what it's called. A mouth. Um, Joe, give me a disclaimer quick on the video. This is not for human consumption. You might need a bush light to chase that, Steve. Not for human consumption. Just a sip, man. Don't, ah, don't glug dude. it. Well, he drank it. God. <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad? What's it taste like? You want some Jameson? Come on, help the people in the podcast land. What's it taste like? Woo! What's it taste it, like? It, it tastes like, like a... Oh. Oh. Like, have you ever just like took like a pretzel rod and just like sucked the salt off it? That's what it tastes like. <laughs> pretzel rod, yeah. Oh man, it's salty. Oh, he doing it again? Wow, he went back for another. Yeah, he's going for another. Man, you look cool. attention, don't you? You're a sad, sad man. <laughs> no, don't he's, no, he's just a dipshit. Yeah, well, both. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> don't act like you hate it. Jeez. I mean, you know what I would do? I would. Uh, Put a little vodka with it. I'll put a little vodka with that, and I would uh, I would have an interesting time. Get some saltines. Not for human consumption. Thank you for that. All right, back on track. That there is fun. no cherry taste to that whatsoever. Once you listen to this episode, look for the video on our uh, on our social media because I'm going to post that. Sorry, Joe. Um, it's okay. Have you actually <laughs> eaten that or drank that? I mean, when I tried, I just like dipped my finger. I didn't take a slug of it. <laughs> that's that's just dumb. Hey, here, welcome to the Bible Hunter. Yeah, that's bad. That's dumb. So that's a cool addition to like supplemental. Yeah, I mean, products. It, it's literally you know put it in front of a camera. They're going to come and right. you're going to get pictures. It's, nutritional value is not there. I'll tell you. Oh, that right it's now. not. No, it's just they love the smell. They love the taste. They're going to get in front of your camera. Oh, inventory, that's fair. Inventory purposes. That's fair. So let's talk about the spring food plot line. Like, what what are guys buying up right now? If someone's in the market for spring food plot seed, what would you recommend? Um, and we're handing out beers. Man, we're like a bunch of children. <laughs> He's trying to be quiet. He just just hand them out. What would if a guy wants the ultimate spring food plot? What would you recommend from well, the big time? Lines? You know, for spring and summer, clover is going to be king. Yeah, I mean, you you can't beat clover. I mean, you can go with alfalfa if you want to, but it's typically a little bit harder to go. And that's what me and Ross were talking about earlier. You know, it's, it's always been difficult for me to grow alfalfa mm-hmm. because I have really heavy clay at my house, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't last. If you get it established, it you know it needs well drained soil. And it just doesn't last through the the winter. Right, you get it established. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clover's king. You, you can't beat it. I mean, I've literally got two plots in my house that's so thick now that we bale it in the summer. Oh, really? And then we turn them back into food plots in the fall. So, will you bale it and then like? Because I'm ignorant to this stuff. Do you? Will you bale it or do whatever yeah, and then I mean, replant? No, typically you're gonna cut your clover field anyway once you get it established because yeah. you don't want it going to bloom because it gets kind of bitter. Oh, okay. So you're going to go out there and cut it anyway. Yeah, you want to mow it like two or three times a season exactly. probably. Yeah. So if you're going to mow it two or three times a season, once Might you as well bail, bail it, it and yeah, make, make some, some money, money off that. that. That's oh, right. There you go. Okay. There you go. Double dipping now. Nice. I like this. I so, like this. So you pay for big time, but big time pays you. Using that, that wage brain so right there. When <laughs> we talked, Joe, I wasn't planning on doing spring plots. Should I be doing clover and then mowing it and then replanting whatever I'm going to plant for the fall? I'm, I'm personally 
a big fan of, you know, get your culvert established now. Yeah. But leave an area for that winter forage, you know, the the bulbs and everything, the brassicas. Because mm. that's going to have your tonnage for later on once it gets cold. Right. Because once it really starts getting cold, the clover is going to die off and wilt down everything. That's when you need to rely on your oats and winter wheat and brassicas, right. stuff like that. So, yeah, you need to have both. Mm-hmm. I mean, some guys just want clover. I mean, I've got deer hitting my clover right now. There's just not much there. Right. Right. But, okay. you know, when you want that tonnage and everything, that's where they're going to be in the late season. You mm-hmm. know, if you haven't filled your buck tag, sit on the food source. That's where he's going to be at because he's no longer thinking about breeding. He's got to fill that gut. Like, yeah. he's got to get up at some point. So that's – and the clover's not necessarily going to do that for you. you got to have that, that heavy mass for him. Gotcha. It's a good thing to have throughout the summer months. And yeah. um, do, do – f- I don't know about this. Will fawns eat on the clover early on, or are they just strictly on mother's milk and then eventually wean off onto it, it, the... It doesn't take them long to start eating on it, but I mean, yeah. all the clovers that we have are all high protein as well. Right. So you're continuously building them there as well. You're not giving them the minerals per se, but it's another higher protein. Yeah, and with that, growth. With and that foundation clover, it's got five different blends of clover in it. Right. Yeah, three, it's, it's a, three perennial, two annual, right? This guy's good. I've been Man. researching because so I've got good. four acres of this. He's also a farmer. Yeah. He's doing, doing his homework. Well, the good thing is once you get this thing established, like you said, the one uh, hybrid gets like, what do you say, like 40 inches tall. 40 inches <laughs> tall. So it's, that's one of the annuals. Wow. So that doesn't insane. come back every year. But the three of them, once you get this thing established, it's good for four or five years. Yep. Right. Yeah. So and and that's the, the thing about you know having reds and whites. Your reds are going to be your annuals. Your Ladino white clover is going to be your perennials. Mm. That mean, I mean, the reds typically come up a whole lot faster, mm-hmm. so you're going to get that mass to them sooner. The whites, the perennials, are going to start taking over and filling that void. I mean, the, really, a clover is a glorified weed. It's a high-protein glorified weed. Gotcha. It's going to take over an area. And, you know, that's going to last you about five years. Once it really? really gets established and going, you might want to go in and overseed if you have a low area or right. something where... Is that when, like, a frost seeding situation yeah, could come I, into play? I personally love frost seeding. What is frost seeding? So I've always... I've watched some videos on it, but can you kind of break it down for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, frost seeding is... You know, we have our dates on there when we recommend. Like, the foundation clover is, like, April to June. Mm-hmm. Like, clover is an extremely versatile plant. Mm-hmm. But with frost seeding, like, last year I planted... We had a... I don't know, probably inch and a half, two inch snow last year in mid March in Indiana, and that's yeah. why frost seeded. We just went out with a spreader, four wheeler, wow. and you just go out and coat that field. As the snow melts, it's going to take because clover seed's so small, mm-hmm. it takes it down in the ground for you. Oh, really? So and you it kind literally of sucks in the ground, exactly. Right. So as you know, as that ground opens up from the the freezing, it's sucking all those seeds down for you. As soon as it warms up, they're popping up. Gotcha. Because the water's actually it's like pouring into the dirt. No shit. Okay, well, maybe I should now, do that for a bit. If you're going to frost seed, you know, like last year, you know, with, with the foundation clover, it's a four-pound bag, covers a half acre. I'm going to go a little bit heavier than that because you just don't know how much is really going to make contact with the soil and everything. So go yeah. a little bit, just plan ahead. And That's what I was going to say. If you're going to frost seed, you want to make sure and have, uh, I don't know what it is, 40 or 50% of the dirt exposed. You want... Mm-hmm. You want to have some bare spots because that's where the seed's really going to take. If you try to go in and frost seed over existing pasture, grass, a, a plot that's weedy, whatever, you're not going to have the success with it. Hmm. Yep. Man, I, I feel like I've heard this a lot from several podcasts I've done, my buddy Clark, all that, uh, from Austin, from Ross, you guys that do like more of the farm stuff. 
and it just doesn't stick to my brain. I don't know what it is about it, the, the but it just doesn't. It, dude, it's so low maintenance. And I mean, I mean, I think from the farming stance, you know, like last year we didn't take a cutting off that that clover. We we took one cut in August. We wanted to get it established. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have more grass and everything in there, but to really get it going, and everything we Be wanted nice that root system built. Yep. You know, this year we might cut it two or three times. Yep. But that first year, you want to just let it go. You're gonna see some grass and weeds yep. and stuff. And we'll that just... depends on how much rain you're getting too. Exactly. If you're getting lots of rains, obviously you're gonna get more cuttings out of it. But if it's a drier summer, then you're gonna get maybe one. You know. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Is um. I think Clark, or it might have been you, Joe, that mentioned this, that the three holidays throughout the summer are the times that they mow um, right around those dates. Um, which World would be Day, I think it was July and, and Labor Day. Yep. Is that yeah, fair? And, yeah, and if you think about it, the number one weekend to be planting food plots is Labor Day. Hmm. That's when yep. everybody's in the fields cutting up, getting seed in the ground. Yeah. So if that's your last cutting, you're done. Let it grow back up, and you've got a food plot. Yeah, that's my All birthday right. weekend, so I was... Remember, get ready to rock right there, beginning of September, ready to put some arrows through some shit. Um, very cool. I love that food plot talk because so many people are into it. A lot of people don't have the opportunity for it. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of that halfway guy. Like, I have opportunity for some small plots. Well, awesome. We killed that coyote um, with my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. That, that was our biggest plot yep. that we had. I mean, that was last stand and... Uh, Oh, and half buck brunch, half last stand. It doesn't always take a big one. A lot of times I'll look at where deer bed and then where they're going to feed. might be on the neighbors or if you have your own food source, but I'll put like a little micro plot to try to get them in a stage right there before they hit the bigger food source. Yeah. So it doesn't always take a big food plot to kill a, a, yeah. a good buck in it. And that's kind of what that plot was because it's kind of between timber where they're at coming down to the food plot and then on the other side of the CRP there, there was a bunch of crop fields. Yep. So they filtered down and um, there was – I. There's some good bucks in that field this year, real good eight uh, that my dad and my buddy Tyler that have that lease with me. Um, I saw them down chasing does around. on. Uh, remember we got a really heavy snow yep. on Halloween, yep. and then they were out there hitting that food plot real heavy, the does and stuff were, and Tyler saw them out there running does around in that food plot, and then my dad hung that stand, which was right where we sat when we shot that Yodi to get in there on them. And uh, basically Tyler sat up on the hill and could up in the timber could see them down in there, and my dad wasn't sitting there, but – a very killable buck on the plots but hey you know i wasn't there to do it you know i was focusing on another buck so i can't hold their hands you know i don't know i don't know what they want <laughs> so throwing shade because i'll never listen my dad will listen but tyler won't but <laughs> anyway i don't know it just shows like we put in that work you know there's definitely a killable buck there and that's really all you can do that's your goal right have a killable buck in your food plot during shooting light yep so Honestly, before the summer, I had no idea that Austin was such a photographer because he was sending me pictures. I mean, you guys did a lot of testing for us with the food mm. plots and all. Dude, this guy is sending me pictures. I mean, it's like catalog material stuff. Like, Better than we did. Dude, where, where did this come from? Yeah, yeah hey, no, come on. you're always bashing on the Android. It was with the old Android. Oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Easy. Don't tell Kurt that there's a picture in the catalog with an Android. Do you have an Android, Joe? iPhone all the way. And they got texted to you? Do what? Did his photos get texted to you? Uh, were they? I think so, yeah. I think they were texted to me. Wow. That's Dang. rare. They were solid, man. The, the solid. only Android photos that I was like, whoa, was when Dana came out and took pictures of Creepy with his Android for me, and they actually turned out yeah. really nice. 
Like right. from from Android iPhone, but anyway, I don't think it was the Android though. It was just that plot looked so. I've Look, never had a plot look so damn oh good. It just made it <laughs> there it is. There that is. thing, that it plot blew. was green, and that thing was twenty inches tall, and there were deer in that thing from June until February. That's what I was when. Are you talking about the uh, Buck Brunch? Or it the was last a stand? it was a split. I had last stand on one right. side and Buck Brunch on the other, and I honestly can't say that I saw a difference. Like they were hitting both sides all season long. And, and that's the thing, you know, like the the last stand. You know, this is a fall planning, but as soon as that comes up, when you plant in August, mm-hmm. by October you're going to have a lot of green in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of they're green. They're going to hammer it. Yep. I mean, that's where uh, a couple years ago the intern for Big Time killed that 168. Oh, on, yeah. I think it was October 11th. No shit. And I mean, this early. was knee high, very early. And I mean, he came in, and we had him on camera for three days in a row at five o'clock. Called the boss, who was in Africa. <laughs> I'm like, this deer's killable in the next 72 hours. He's like, do you want to hunt him? I'm like, mm, no, I'm not killing your deer. Right. I was like, let's put the intern on it because he's never <laughs> killed a buck. Yeah. The second night he shoots the buck, I mean, we're walking through and then they the Nebraska's. That actually, that happened. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that. Did really? they, they fired him as the intern. He now works in logistics. Oh, but, oh, oh. Yeah. so he got hired somewhere. He yeah, shot it, the deer. He got it, it was a test. But yeah. no, when when he shot him, I mean, we're walking through this Nebraska field, this knee high. I mean, from our knees up our thighs is blood as we're following the blood trail. I mean, he was just spraying. Really? And I, I, I couldn't believe how thick it was. It was impressive. But they're hitting those greens early. Yeah. Once it cools off, you need a good freeze. And then once you have that good freeze, all the starches turn to sugars in your turnip bulbs. That's when they start hitting those bulbs. Mm, so you're kind of you. double dipping on that. I like it. Yep. Yeah, that's I like a, it. Then that, that's a, a much like deeper, cooler story because the first time I heard it uh, is the first time I ever talked to Jackson when you called me on the phone and told me like the whole story about like that, that kid was like down for the cause, doing everything for you guys, and you guys wanted to give back to him. Oh, dude, we that's it, cool. That it was, was so cool to see Ike shoot that deer because. Like, he, he knew what he had killed. Because, yeah. I mean, this kid worked his ass off all summer filling feeders. And, you know, he's the one in charge of helping me do food plots, cleaning the feed sites up, because we have to do extensive cleanup in Indiana before season starts. And when it showed up, he had the opportunity. Like, he was just elated. We took him out. He shot out of a blind. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we took him out, showed him how we how we would put a blind in and brush it in. Because, to me, it's not just throwing a blind out. And Was he a fairly new we, hunter? He, he's pretty new. You know, he, yeah. he hunted with his brother on his grandma's farm and all, and he, right. he took care of our farm, but he didn't really hunt a lot and know those fine details. Nobody ever showed him those fine details right, of right. entrance, exit, mm-hmm. where to sit, when to Because when it comes to wind and everything, man, I am I get severely <laughs> critical. <laughs> well, you have to. You, yeah, got you to. have to, yeah. I mean, I'm cutting new trails in just for my entry and exit. Yeah. For a different wind. Hey, hey that's man, how you get boot bucks on the ground. I never thought of it like this and everything. Oh, why can't I just sit in that tree stand on the other side of the field? Because like, it's on the west side of the field. I'm, yeah. Do you want to kill the deer or do you want to watch him Booger. run with his ass up in the air? <laughs> it, it's up to you. If you want to film him, that's cute. That, But if you want to kill him <laughs> and put him on the wall, let's sit on the east side. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was really special to... To be able to be part of that and be part of the recovery after he shot the deer. Too. That's really cool. That is cool. And it, Man, hey, you got any internships open? 
Yeah. I'd love to <laughs> love to apply. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the hand tattoos. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you'll hire uh, potential Casey and Casey's gas station employees. <laughs> That's my resume, 7-Eleven, Casey's. It's like, what are, what are your skills? You just show them your hand tattoos. Like, oh, yeah, you could definitely ring up people for cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> you disappoint dads and <laughs> fucking put a fresh Casey's pizza in the oven. He could cook a mean roller dog, though. <laughs> I love that you, you had to emphasize put a fresh Casey's pizza in the oven. Not like when you go to, like, uh, 7-Eleven get a fucking reheated pizza. Well, I mean, choose your class. Yeah, yeah right. Shout out to Casey's. We had to mow down on a couple large Casey's oh. pizza Ooh. before we started. Yeah, right. why don't why what we do. Why do they not work with us? What is the deal? They sell hunting licenses there, so you get hunting licenses, they do slice Casey's? pizza, and bush lights. Donuts. Yeah. yeah, what else do you need? I didn't know they sold hunting licenses oh, yeah. at Casey's. Really? Me neither. Mm-hmm. What? I That's think you might be full of shit, Steve. Yeah, I, I'm they used agree. to. Uh, they still have like the well, backpedaling. That would uh-huh. be good though if they did. I don't think they do. Well, I'll bet that they they're saving enough money by pulling the the mm. the tabs, the, the the ten tabs you pull off your pizza right. boxes for a free pizza. I'm writing a letter. They're saving Some enough money. Shit. They can they can support WCB. You'd think. I mean. Just give us give us Bush Light. That'll, that's where we'll channel our yeah. sponsorship through. Bush Light and pizza. What's one up? pizza a week? No big deal. Bush Light's on a. They're they're not going to hold on any longer. This podcast. I'm telling you, we're going to drink something else. We ain't drinking Coors. We've dedicated that. five years yeah. of our livers to Bush Light. If it's Coors Light, I'm not coming <laughs> no. back. No, we're not drinking Coors. It'd be no. Coors banquet. No, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not from Colorado, dude. Hey, hey Zima. Zima. Hey, I'll take a Zima sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Jelly Ranch for a bunch of cavities. <laughs> My teeth will rot out in six months. I, I'm going to throw it off track again because that's what I do when I'm here. Yeah. These, these party hats you guys are rocking are just, oh, just oh, amazing. Right. I appreciate awesome. this. I've, uh, so Joe brought us these big time hats there, uh, the big time. This is like a summer party hat. Oh yeah, like, I'm gonna it's wear like this. Cena Hawaii on it. I'm gonna wear this all summer. Wow, that was weird. You know, it's it's though. really like it just kind of captivates a Natter Days can. Yeah, yeah it, it does. Really it does. Think about it. It's yeah. a pink it's, palm trees on a white Richardson with a just a delicious. Um, what's this called again? Happy Hour mm, flavored good logo good on it. You know, that's what um, you wear when you frost seed. Yeah, this is what you wear when <laughs> uh, you're forced to do summer activities and there's nothing going on uh, hunting related. And uh, you're drinking a cold, cold uh, natter day by the lake. These are not for for sale, by the way. These are, I mean, special edition. Ooh. Are we the only so people who have these edition. in this room? You're it. In this you're room. It. I mean, I'm probably going to get some stuff done for the shoot. Okay. I'm just saying that okay. there's probably going to be some stuff. By the way, we should add that you uh, Big Time is title sponsoring our the Working Class Bowhunter shoot. Yeah, man. June yeah, man. 20th, 2020 in Rio, Illinois, near Galesburg, Illinois. 2020. Um, 30 target, 3D course. we got a lot of stuff coming. There's going to be some big-time goodies getting handed out. Yeah, I, I think what I'd like to do in that contract with you guys is I'm going to have a life-size cutout since I can't make it mm. and make Steve carry me around the entire time. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. You should do that. I please. Mean, can you please do that? Yeah. I mean, we can make anything happen. Because <laughs> if he sets you down and loses you... Jameson. Jameson. You first sent a couple bottles hey, of Jameson. Are, are you going to bring the big uh, big time tents to set up? Yep. Yeah, we're going to have the tents. I think we're going to have a beer tent. Yes. A big time beer tent. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, wow. I know. The happy hour tent. Calm yourself. Take a cold shower. Shad's coming. I was just going to ask if Shad's Shad's coming. bringing uh, the old trad bow. Yep. He's going to be there. <laughs> yep. um, a trad bow giveaway. He's going to yeah. run 30 miles before he comes. Elite jumped yeah, on board to do a couple of cure giveaways. Awesome. And awesome. that's big. Uh, Christian from Elite is very oh from outdoor group is very excited he wants to blow the roof off the place he's wanting to throw in slick trick broadheads to give away dual game calls any any brand that outdoor group is associated with 
he's wanting to blow the roof off with with their stuff. It's gonna so be a big shoot this year. If you come to the shoot, my goal is, and there could be five hundred people show up. I don't know, but we're gonna try and make it to where there's lots of winners of goodies. So and it's literally killing me. I'm not gonna be there. I know it's a little sad, but you're gonna you're gonna have a new child. I got a baby girl on the way, man. Man, I mean, we can just. Do you have a name picked out, or can you say? Yeah, I can say Evelyn. Nice. I, I'm awesome. shooting for Evelyn Grace. Evelyn. Evelyn. Okay, I have a niece named Avalyn. But I like I like the Evelyn. I like the Evelyn. It, we, I mean, I was going for Finley, but then like my, my wife reminded me that her initials would be FU. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. awesome. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's like, cool. Like all the embroidery on her person, and everything, and just so what? Well, will you call her Evelyn like all the time, or is there going to nah, be a short? It's going it's to be an Evie. An Evie. No, that's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, like, nice. like uh, my my son is Jameson. We call and Jameson Paul. We call him J Paul. Is that how he's made? What is that? How he was made? Are, are you seeing like, a uh, seeing a pattern here? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying if, to figure if you, out the Evelyn. If you ask my wife, whose name is Jamie, where he's named after her. If you ask me off podcast, off microphone, it's probably okay. a different story. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. You get the I'm, idea. I'm like picking it. it up. I like Sorry it. for putting you on blast. My mm. bad. She ain't gonna listen to this. No. Um. She she's a fan. Oh, what up? She wore. She, <laughs> had, how you doing? She she did wear uh, like our hat, and he sent us a picture. I have it saved in my phone, um, but she had her hat on once. She did have your hat on mm-hmm. once. Had that's that's how Evelyn was probably made. <laughs> Damn, it's tough out here. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Is this Jameson thing still a thing? I hope not. God, I can't. I cannot do another one. That was bad. Clover Select. We didn't even talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Let's, let's get on let's that. Get let's get on that. I'm the one bringing this hey, back. Come yeah. on. This is how this podcast is going to uh, go. We're yep. going to get off top. Ooh. We're going to come back to seed. Yep. <laughs> so let's talk about Clover so, Select. We've spent a lot of time on Foundation Clover. <coughs> um, if if you want a little bit different option, the Clover Select is going to be a three-blend clover, two reds, one white. So two annuals, one perennial. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to have chicory in there. Chicory is one of those plants that's kind of like a... Uh, a lettuce, but it's going to be really drought hardy and heat hardy. So, you know, if you're having a really bad summer, you're still going to have something for them. Something real dry. Real By the hot. way, turkeys love. I know Eric's concerned about that, but That's turkeys why love chicory. <laughs> so it, it's just another option, right? So you're covering all your grounds of of sure. wildlife. Yep. Um, so that'll make it through the July, late July heat and right. all that. Right, July, August when it's just nasty and brutal. That's going to help you. How do deer feel about chicory? I, I think they feel well about it. Okay. Does it, do, do, do these plants, I, I don't know if this is like... They, they feel strongly about it. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're the guy from Big Time. I figured you no, would... They, they eat the hell out of it. Okay. When you said chicory is like... It rebounds well. They eat it down. It rebounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. When you said chicory is like really lettuce the first thing I thought of was like, every time you bite into lettuce, you're like, it's really like a watery plant. Now, do you think you would put this in a spot where there's not a lot of access to water so that maybe they can get, the deer can get a little bit of water retention from there? Or am I just talking out of my ass? I'm talking about water retention? Yeah, like if, if like, you know, you can't, like a cactus. Well, I, like, I mean, ca- I think... You know, like cactus holds water. Like, if you don't got, like, a big water source, you put a bunch of, like, 
plants of the head. I, I, I think I would rely it, more on a water hole than a chicory. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying depend on it. I'm not saying depend on I'm just <laughs> saying. Take a shot of Jameson, Steve. Jesus <laughs> Get the bottle out, Joe. <laughs> I thought that might. I, you know what? To be honest, I thought that question would have ruled, but the reaction I got, that sucked. Let me take another shot of Jameson, and I'm done. You know what? You just pulled <laughs> You just pulled a dude who's never killed a big buck trying to talk big bucks with Andre well, yeah, That's bro. what you just did. <laughs> That's why I don't talk big deer with Andre. <laughs> yeah, the, I talk life with Andre. Yeah. I talk deer hunting with him. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, no, I take a shot, Jameson. For real. No, that's okay. uh, no. To answer your question, I don't think a herbivore in the Midwest could just live on plants alone. No, I didn't. I didn't mean that. I don't even know where you're going with that. Then I meant like, is it like something that you know maybe they can survive a little bit longer away from water sources? You're no, they're, they're, they're going to need a water. Source. I mean, yeah, it's gonna help. I mean, they got to be by a water source. But I'm saying, like, can they venture further out if they know they've got this? You're, you're going to no, get. I mean, I mean, when you're eating plants, you're going to get a level of moisture and, and right. liquid to it, water. But Exa- yeah. like, you're not going to be able to sustain on it's it. It's not a gusher. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Shit. I, you know what? Can we just speaking of gusher? How about his his new girl? Oh yeah, we'll oh, get to her in a minute. Wow. We'll, get, we'll get to her in a minute. I'm, I'm, I like that transition. I want to talk big time. But we're, <laughs> gonna, we're not. We're, we're, not gonna, gonna we're gonna get to that. Uh, um, that poor girl. Does she listen? I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope not because we're Ta- gonna get to that. Tag her in this episode. Um, so your gusher seed that you plant for these deer. That you you're know, gonna have to rename the clover select now. Gushers. 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 <laughs> you know what people are going to do? They're going to take pictures of their plots, and they're like all the bulls are going to be like fucking Gushers packets. <laughs> if I get a bunch of pictures of people trying to ring out chicory, man, I'm sending them all to you. <laughs> I hope so. I tried to sound intelligent. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. You guys didn't pick that up. It was a stretch, man. It was good, though. You I mean, can't get blood out of a turnip, but you can get water out of chicory. <laughs> I like that, too. That's a good one. Just the one, good one. Line, man. Austin's got a brand new shirt, guys. Check out for the working class bow. So in the spring, um, we kind of covered that. Or uh, did I miss one? No, you got it. Hell yeah! I mean, you can. I, I mean, the buck brunch. The buck brunch is the no till that. Yeah, I hear Steve talking about all the time because I believe he killed a deer. Dude, I'm a huge fan of the buck it's brunch. It's badass. Mm-hmm. Everybody that uses it loves it. I think we've yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's great. It's got ryegrass in there, um, but. To really get the full effect, you're going to need to go back in and reseed in the fall because it has the turnips and everything. Yeah. So I don't want you to get cheated by planting it in the spring and then be like, well, what the hell? I didn't have any turnips. Expecting it to last through the summer, through the fall, through the winter. The turnips aren't going to last through the summer. They can't take the heat. So just just be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're going to have winter wheat in there. You're going to have ryegrass, turnips. Kale is in the new blend of Buck Brunch. It's easy to plant. Hmm. Um, Do Will turkeys and deer eat the kale? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, they're really going to go wild on the the winter wheat as well. Okay, even in the summer and all that, that's still that's still stuff oh, they yeah, tear it's, up. It's green, tender greens. Okay, yep. and then you would just reseed late August, yep, early just go September. Right over the top of it, really. Yep. It's amazing how fast that stuff took off. Once, oh, like so, you plant that thing in late August by mid September, I mean, that, it's amazing it how fast it takes off. Yeah. Not only that, but and it'll fucking grow anywhere, dude. And, and oh. It is sh- incredible. It, th- when we planted that this last fall. And went back. I remember my dad's reaction because my dad had never planted. I, I've kind of well, I didn't mess with it the year before, but very little, not in the in the quantity that we did yep. uh, this year. And I remember we pulled up on the ranger down to check the plot. And I remember my dad's reaction: "Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that looks good!" And I'm it like, does. "It looks, it it looks like too. a big time catalog when you look at yeah, it. it. It's does. insane." Yeah, my dad was shocked by it, which is really. And funny. that's what we really wanted that blend for: is for the guys that can't get out there. 
all the time with all the equipment and everything. If you can clear the ground, you can have a food plot. Yeah, right. You know, go out there one weekend, you throw it down. The next weekend, chances are you're probably going to have a plot coming up, and it's, it's fired up. I mm. mean, three to four hours of sunlight a day, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's just a low maintenance plot. It'll grow in gravel. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's like what he I told me the first year I planted. I'm like, Joe, what do I got to do to plant this stuff? He goes, Just throw it on the fucking ground. It'll grow on the cement. Yeah. If you yeah. Have, yeah. if you have a rake and you're willing to put in an hour's worth of work, go in, rake your spot out, throw it on, and come back and kill a deer on it in the fall. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy peasy. It's the perfect blend for the working class bow hunter that's got a little spot in the timber or wherever that doesn't get a ton of light that you yep. go in. Like he said, just an hour of hard, honest work. Um, and you feel good about it too when you do that stuff yep. and, and WC, you see it grow up. The yeah, I, blind. Question for you, Steve. Absolutely. If you killed your first buck off of that blend mm-hmm. and that worked so well for you, why the hell didn't you do it again this year? Well, here we go. I don't believe I was hey, hunting that, the right spot. Get, get that Jameson ready. I uh, I wanted to leave. Well, a why didn't pre- you hunt the same spot where you killed your buck? Because well, I didn't want to overpressure it because uh, even if the oh, even Jesus if the shit Christ, is- come <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> no, I, uh, you try to bullshit me on air. Nah, I know, I you, you think I'm not going to call you out on it? No, I. Uh, I mean, give me a fucking break, dude. Okay, just say you were fucking lazy and be over with it. No, I, I I wanted to try to hunt another spot. I I was trying to hunt another deer. I got obsessed with another deer on this other property and wanted to go after it. I remember you not hunting when you knew that deer was in that area. And I remember calling you this season, giving you a pet puck, and going in there to hang a stand for that buck. I went after him. I, I saw I saw him I saw him a couple times. No, you didn't. I did. I saw him a couple times. Yeah, Actually, when you checked the trail camera. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I I had a couple long conversations with uh, Mark Reif about it. Hey, listen. Hey. 2020, I would just how I said about this year about you getting into it and getting after it and killing one. I want to say this is your fall, but you are if you were a buck right now, I'd have killed you because you're very pounderable. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know? would, would you have passed on me? Am I a killable buck? Am I a wall hanger? I would have called you. Oh my god! I'm a cold buck, bro. Bad genetics. I'm a pattern You're like cold buck. That, that six year old, hundred and ten incher that just won't leave everybody else alone <laughs> yeah. in the pot every night. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. You would have got EHD first thirty days of season on, hiding man. in the creek somewhere. <laughs> He's that thirty year old guy that never leaves anyone alone. I would have found you during shed season. <laughs> Damn, dude! Wait, bring I'd, on I'd, I'd be like, thank God I didn't have to wrap my tagger on this one. <laughs> like, let me call the DNR and get a salvage. <laughs> I'm a salvage tag cold buck, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the buck that I hope the neighbor shoots. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of his buck brunch plot. <laughs> Dude, that hurts deep down, but it's Actually, hilarious. But it's <laughs> true. I got a funny story about that. <laughs> Let's oh, hear my it, Joe. My, uh, my dad is not – he does not care. He's, he's – I'm going to put him right there with Shad. If he sees it, he likes it. He shoots it. God bless. Him. That's fair. That's very fair. But here lately, we had some new num- new neighbors, and now it's more vendetta. He's like, "Fuck it! If I don't kill it, they will." And he <laughs> <laughs> that's and his mindset like, now. He sees all the work I put in to our <laughs> land. Yeah. And I, I was actually in Saskatchewan the day I shot my mule deer up there. He sent me a text saying, "I just shot a buck tonight." And I call him. I'm like, "Which buck was it?" Oh, it was a good deer. I'm like, which buck was it? Uh-huh. And he never would answer me. Well, to back up a little bit, we had a buck coming into my backyard that was eating acorns. We've got a bunch of oak trees yeah. in our backyard. I mean, this 
dinky, dinky six point. Yeah. And my son loved watching him every night in the backyard. <laughs> I could see where this is going already. Oh, shit. My dad, what do you mean, Grandpa killed Skippy? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. Like, his stand is probably 300 yards from my house uh-huh. in our back clover field, and he smoked the deer that was probably headed to my backyard. <laughs> well, I know he comes on there with SpongeBob's on, and SpongeBob's on in a half hour, so. No, nah, no, nah, we're on Paw Patrol right now, man. We, we got a major oh. Paw Patrol kick. Uh, all right, Paul no, no Doc McStuffins yet. No, yeah, I don't even there. know what that is. We got the uh, Rage. It's the the little uh, cars that. Oh talk yeah, with, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll know soon enough. <sighs> mm-hmm. I got her on that rocket ship trap remix right now. You know, <laughs> <Do> baby <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever heard that one? I have not heard that one. I'll, I'll get it ready. No, do not show him because I guarantee that song's going to pop up on his TikTok a lot. <laughs> I want to yeah, no. I got to show. I want to hear more about this buck, though. Uh, it, he he was uh, he looked more like an antelope. Oh yeah, he, he was good, but he was happy as can be. I mean, he, he gave me the whole story, and I'm like, was it a Y buck? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Me, me and your dad are buddies. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? You guys are homies. He said, "Tell you hi." He wanted oh, he wanted me to give you a hug so he didn't get corona. Is that what oh, he actually right, well, said? <laughs> dude, when I met your when I met your dad, oh, for, I, I met him at Deer Fest last year. Yep, yep. yep. And you were like, "Hey, you need, this is my dad. Uh, you need to meet him." I'm like, "Okay, good to go." And he's like, "I already warned you." It, it, yeah, it was more of a warning. I was like, "Yeah, the next three days you're going to be hanging out with Steve." So yeah. <laughs> well, no, and then you warned him like. You're going to be alone with him at the uh, Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. Yep. Because you can. This is the song I was playing for my daughter. This, and then we'll get back to food plot seed. So you know this, the whole rocket ship. She likes the beat, you know. Like a Joe's getting that. it. I kind of I can dig that. Yeah, it, it just makes kids' music easier for the adult. You know, you just look up the trap music of any kids thing. Yeah. You know. This is the soundtrack for Planting Your Spring Food Plots. By the way, the official soundtrack for Planting Your Food uh, Spring Food Plots is Baby Einstein Trap Remix on YouTube. So they're getting ready for their fall plots. Here. Anywho. Um, fall plots. Plant- Ross is back and we got to get back Moving on track. Along. See, that's what we did. We got off track. We're back on track now. Um, I think that's hilarious that your dad shoots what makes him happy. If, you know what? I love the man for it, and he's always pro- – I mean – Whatever. Well, I mean, that's He's all in. That's the original breed of hunter, right? You right. know, I mean, you know, like I, I remember as a little kid. I mean, little kid watching him walk out that door opening day of season, and he had his red and black. I mean, the pivotal original OG, right? Flannel, the red and, and black else. flannel jacket. No shit. With his orange hat and jeans, and he's going out with his smooth bore shotgun to shoot yep. him a deer and that's then, awesome <laughs> i remember just watching him until i couldn't see him anymore and it was like god i can't wait for that day really and so you've been hunting your whole life basically i mean you were your dad hunted yeah, forever I mean, and yeah i mean he he was he's always been a meat hunter he, yeah he's never gonna hunt for antlers i mean he's just gonna hunt for what makes him happy and put some meat in the freezer and that's, that's cool, awesome man. and for a long time i was that way too and then you know it's kind of like eh, you know i'm gonna go do this and as I got into, you know, he didn't let me hunt until I was 12. Like, it was just, I could go with him. Yeah. But I wasn't going to take that gun until I fully understood what I was doing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, He's I res- you know, making we you went, responsible yeah, about it pretty much. We went, we took the, uh, the hunter ed together. He took it with me. 
and he, he was pissed off because he got like 99 out of 100. He's like, that one question was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Typical dad thing to yeah. say. Yeah. It was bullshit. It was about hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the most important I, question ever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, he wouldn't let me go out. And back then, I mean, I'm 38 years old now. So when he hands me this gun when I'm 12, it was a smooth bore 20 gauge H&R. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had custom-made rifle sights put on it. I mean, I was Hell the yeah. shit. Hell yeah. I didn't have a bead. I could line up on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he literally walks me out and sets me next to this tree, and it, it's a. I can still see it from my favorite stand today. It's a, a three-pronged white oak that he sat me up on. He gave me two shells with a single shot said, sit here until I get back. Mm-hmm. Sits me up on this tree and walks into the darkness. And I'm like, oh, shit. It just got yeah, real. It's real now. I didn't know he was 50 yards behind me because he's like, don't move. Yeah. So I can't look around. I'm like, shit, he told me not to move. I don't know, where am I? <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. what to do. And I, I passed out. Like the first 20 minutes I oh, passed yeah, out. I, I wake up and this deer is standing 12 yards from me. This hideous seven pointer. <laughs> and I, I raised, he, I've got two shells with me. Uh-huh. One in the gun. And one I've got hooked up all OG in my hat, <laughs> right above my you ear. You want to be the badass. Like a cigarette. Like a grape, yeah, a like grape a cigarette. flavored Dude, cigar. Exactly. Prison style. Yeah. yeah. For the homies, I hear you. That's how you do in the joint, yep. <laughs> Man, I take this shot. The, the deer hits the dirt, and I'm like standing up, throwing this next round into it. Shoot again. I mean, the deer's dead, but I shot again. Oh, yeah, why not? Completely miss. Oh. <laughs> a single I, shot. I, I don't know yeah, wait, you, you shot him and then missed. I shot the second time because he was kind of rocking around a little bit, and, uh-huh. and I just completely whiffed him. Damn. <laughs> but I have no idea where Dad's at, and I'm like, what the hell? So I put the – I'm out of shells. Didn't have a cell the phone. The deer's dead. Didn't have a cell phone. But, I mean, Snake wasn't even around, but Nokia wasn't existent. <laughs> yeah, this is 1986. Yeah, carrier pigeons. Hey, what? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what, 90 93? <laughs> No, it was going to be 95. Well, you were 12, you said? Yeah, 95. So you, I, I'm 95. 29. I was born in 90. I was 82. All right, I so you were 92. You were mid-94. Yeah. 94. 94. All right, so. So, yeah, by the time he walks up, he's watching this whole thing. I've got my orange hat on the end of my gun as high as I can get, just waving it around. <laughs> That's like a, like a signal. Like a surrender. Like, Look what I have done. <laughs> I was, can we get it mounted? He's like, no. No. <laughs> not a no. skull mount or nothing? We'll, we'll do a skull mount. We're, we're not doing a shoulder mount on that. That's hilarious. But, no, it's – I mean, we've been hunting together ever since. Like, when when we went shed hunting last week, we're walking this property that he used to, to work as a, as a farmhand as a kid. Yeah. And we're walking along this fence row that he built 50 years ago. No shit. That's insane. And then he just completely forgot about shed hunting and was like, well, you know, when I put that one in the ground over there, <laughs> that creek wasn't there. Right? I didn't wash out. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so I, Let's find some sheds. That's funny, Joe, man. Today I had two beers. That's, <laughs> that's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he lost his gallbladder, so he can't have more than two beers. Oh. He, he always reminds Steve of that. Yeah, you gonna you gonna make it today, buddy? Yeah, I'll be all right. Just got I only had two beers, but I think I am gonna have one of those morning beverages. <laughs> That's funny, so dude. First buck stories are fun. Oh, I enjoyed yeah, fun. that. I the, the thing is about that first buck, man. I can remember every single detail. I've killed a yeah. lot of deer since then, but yeah. God, I'm kind of the same way. That's my first buck right there. That seven pointer. 
Yeah, you got me beat a little bit. Do I? That tells you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember shooting that deer, and I kind of had like a – I was super stoked, right, to like shoot that first buck. But then I also had like a little deadened uh, feeling of, ah, it's over. Like I, like I had that chase of like wanting my first buck for so long. For three years I hunted. I just shotgun hunted. Then I bow hunted the first year is when I shot that buck. And I remember being in the ground blind. I missed a big – I mean big. I mean looking back now, he's probably 120s, maybe 130s. Whiffed. It was a shotgun. I've never killed a deer with a shotgun, just a muzzleloader. And then this buck comes out. And I drop him. I remember being stoked, like, yes, like I did it. And then a, a little bit, I was kind of like, wow. And then I remember my dad asked me, like, what's wrong? Like, uh, are you kind of like bummed, like the chase is over? I'm like, I just don't know. It's like a mixed feeling. Like, I'm super stoked. And it's, my dad was cool enough to shoulder mount it, you know, because it's like, hell, this is cool, man. Like, you'll remember this forever. And I'm glad I got it mounted. That's why I keep him in the studio because everyone gets to see it. And it's, it's a good story. Um, Ross and Austin, you guys the same way a little bit with your guys' first bucks? you remember the details on it or do you not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do? I remember mine doing it, too. Yeah. Steve, I mean, I know you remember because it was yeah, like, like two a years year ago. ago. <laughs> 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 like, you were there. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's fine, though. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, hell no, dude. That's a, that's a – I've, I've forgotten a lot of memories, um, a lot of good times, a lot of bad times. But, like, there's that probably hour and a half window that I remember when that deer came in waiting what i did and the recovery like that's for some reason like you can't you can't forget that i remember every single detail i like remember i remember like the small details like i remember how cold like you always remember like oh it was hot you know or i was cold like i remember exactly the exact temperature i felt like that's how vivid those memories are to me you know what's awesome to me though with, with all of steve's antics and everything whenever he talks about that deer he gets a different tone to him. Like that's he true. He goes back to that place. You do. For you sure. can and tell that's when what you don't want to lose. You can tell whether, when he's serious. 12 or 30 or whatever it was. Right. It doesn't matter. But you remember that and you go back to that. And that's what's oh, yeah. important. That's what people need to hang on to. That's why, Steve, I, I light a, try to light a fire underneath your ass <laughs> to kill, to get after a buck with that's like, uh, not, I'm not saying you got to kill a giant, um, but a rackable. Yeah. You know, a buck with main beams. And, and you know what I mean? That's why when you got on that buck, that's why I called you. I'm like, dude. Just fucking get in there, man. Like, that's why, because I know once that happens, after seeing you react to your first buck, I think it will, pr- I hope, like the fire under it'll that. tip whatever over inside your brain that whatever tipped over for me when I shot that buck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, like, go after it hard. And maybe not, it might not do it, because I don't think it does that for everybody, because I know guys who kill killed good deer and just quit hunting after, which blows my mind. But for me, it was like I had a bucket of just obsession in there somewhere and then once i killed that it got kicked over and it all spilled into the hunting spot of my brain you know what i mean yep Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know i i hope that would happen with you i know that you're into hunting of course but i think it would really bring new light um into the level of hunting that surrounds you and i might be just saving myself for the right one hey listen (laughs) 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 then then you woke up (laughs) (laughs) all right that's why you know what like you guys (laughs) that was the greatest answer that you could have came that was we we have to come clean like uh, the only reason that big time's coming out with all these new plots is just because deep down joe and jackson and all the guys at at big time were like we got to get a blend that's going to bring that deer in for steve and you guys are doing it for me i appreciate it like I really do, from the bottom of my heart. Everybody at, at big time, I, I'm glad you guys are doing this. Um, I'm going to put minimal effort in and do what I can 
for the, I, oh my I God. don't know if I'm supposed to show you that, but Shad bought you that shirt and it's on the way. Oh my God. <laughs> what is it? That's small bucks or trophies too. <laughs> That's really funny. That is hilarious. That's amazing. The, or, it, it, he literally said, he goes, one guy that's going to appreciate this as much as I do is oh, Steve. Yeah. I'm going to get one for him. Hey, did you get your shoulder mount back? No, i got to go pick it up uh, next week. <laughs> You've been saying bullshit. that for a year. No, I'd say I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick him up. No, you're not. Yeah. I, I'm going to bring him to the studio. Dude. I'm going to hang that deer in the studio. Bullshit. I don't yeah. want it in here. Fuck. It's a trophy, bro. What the fuck? It. I already got my first buck in here, and it's bigger than yours. Get the fuck out of here that shit. <laughs> Come on, dude. What are you, size queen? This ain't no sympathy parade, fool. You just did your shit. It's over now. <laughs> Shoot another one. We'll have a conversation about it. Hopefully we do. Hey, it's tough love in here. It is. Now nah, you can hang it in here if you want. Actually, no, fuck that. Hang it at Doug's. Okay. I will. I got to see what it looks like first. This is pictures. Bondo ears out the wazoo. Be fucking amazing. <laughs> Would you expect anything? Her hangs in the garage. <laughs> Dude, bro, I think my deer's got termites. Hanging man. on the outside of my garage. Yeah. It's got wooden on. antlers. What the fuck happened? Oh, man. Well, Joe, I, I, as much as I want to get back to the fall food plot line, yep. um, I feel like we've just bullshitted for too long and we've like missed I, our jump I, back I in. I think I should just come back for the fall food plot line. Well, yeah, that would make sense, and you more, you're more than welcome to. Closer to fall? I think we just do that. What's your um, – so, well, my, my daughter's out there <laughs> raising a ruck. Um, shed hunting, you find any big ones yet? Nope, found one. Dude, I'm a terrible shed hunter. I mm-hmm. found uh, – it was probably four weeks ago. Um, by accident, I just looked in one of the two clover plots I was telling you about earlier mm-hmm. and looked out there. I was on the phone with, with Jamie, I think, and – Look out, and there's this just knob sticking up. Looked like an arm sticking up. I was like, no fucking way. It was that easy. No way. <laughs> I go walking this 200 yards across here because I'm in my dad's backyard. I've, I've scoured the woods and everything. Didn't find a thing. Up there, just, just talking about the day and look out there. Walk this distance, and it's just massive eight-point shed that the G2 had stuck straight in the ground. So the base oh, was sticking, sticking up? right up. Oh. And I had been out there the night before. I drove around that field. And it's, small, it's a two-acre field. I drove around it just kind of yeah. and everything. It dropped that night, and Dad's like, oh, yeah, I saw a couple fighting out there last night. Just kind of playing around. I'm like, you, okay. Walk into, <laughs> okay. Really? Walk into his house because my boy was over there with him. He's like, I got just the place for that. I was like, yeah, me too, in my shed pile, ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the only one I found. And that was four weeks ago. Really? But I, I did have a, a really good deer show up the other day on trail camera. I have no idea who this deer is. But he has a Home both sides? No, gone. Oh. But I really want to find his antlers, and I know they're out there, and it's yeah. driving me nuts, and I keep on hammering it. And I, I know there's some deer holding still but i am focused on these antlers and i just keep on pounding right just scouring for this guy it's and one of the, it's easier to kill him i think man yeah i really do i mean it all depends you know it's all situational but i'm just not a good i can't find sheds very well I, and it, you I know th- a lot of it might be it the depends what's, on the ground man right yep. it, yeah for sure does i mean it, you know i was i was on the phone with blake earlier and he's like dude i had this deer I really wanted his antlers, and I swear he left for a month, came back without his antlers on, and came back to eating. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's an asshole. Yeah. I'm like, that's what that they do. That happens to me, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of shed hunting this weekend, and then uh, rumor has it the Ohio uh, Deer Classic is canceled because of the coronavirus. 
Um, so that's going to open a weekend up of a little bit of shed hunting. Um, but, but man, can you believe that? The fucking Ohio show got canceled. As far that as I blows. know, Minnesota's still going on this weekend. I would assume Ohio's freaking out. Ohio shut down everything. And I was so looking forward to going to that Ohio show. I mean, I'm, I mean, about that deer. Beefcake. The, the, the trade monster. off is that we get to shed hunt, right? Yeah. Um, but we had so many. I think Ohio has got to be one of. I got to double check and see, but Ohio's got to be one of our top listening states. Just judging off the amount of messages we got um, for people ex- like excited to come out to the show and drink beer with us. Um, by the way, we're still doing the Ohio working class bow hunter hats. Yep. And we, we are, are going to sh- order. We're going to throw those when we get them in stock. We're going to throw them on the website and put them as a uh, show special price um, to kind of make up. Damn, that's a tanker, man. I know. Show like me truck and pictures. Um, we're going to throw those on the website as a show special and kind of saying, uh, sorry, the Ohio show didn't happen. The damn Corona. What are you going to do? Damn Corona. Goddamn Corona. Just, just throwing it out there. Hey, if people I, drank I, happy I, hour, they wouldn't get coronavirus. No, no, we can't start that. I can't say that? We can't say that. Can we do the <laughs> coronavirus happy hour challenge? No. On TikTok? <laughs> it's not for human consumption. What, but what if, I did, what if I started like an Instagram challenge? No. I can't? can't do it. No. It's not for human consumption. I mean, challenge them to drink Jameson. Okay. We can, <laughs> can, do, can that. We do that. We can do that. That's a fair trade. <laughs> That's fair. I can't get sued for somebody being sick. Well, the working class guys told me to do it. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> chug a whole bottle in three seconds. Let's face it. This day and age, somebody told me to do it doesn't really hold up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, dude, I'm uh, I'm kind of lost now in this podcast. And that's Joe's goal. Joe flusters me. That's just what I, he's got that twinkle in his eye, and, and Eric just stares at me. <laughs> well, uh, what's going on? You you know we're an easy influence, so that's why you do this. It is. It's so much fun. That's why uh, you and Chase also get along so well is because you ruined me yeah. for podcast in his the media way, room. I, I'm going to give you some love on that. Um, you know, you said, dude, you really need to meet Chase. Mm-hmm. You made that happen. Me and Chase talked for like an hour one day, just bullshitting. It, yeah. it wasn't work. It wasn't a sales <laughs> pitch or anything. We just talked about hunting. And uh-huh. that's really hard for me to do anymore because it's always work, work, work. Right, I right. Mean, you know, 14 to 16 hours a day, I'm taking questions about product and everything. So it was really refreshing just to talk to somebody else that's in in the biz. In the biz, if you want to call it that. And, you know, just talk about the season and shit. It was, it was really nice. And a cool guy. Love talking to him. Oh, and, he's the best. Uh, yeah. And, and then he goes and... Then he goes and Shut buys door, some Big Dine off True Value because he couldn't find any around. He's like, where can I find it? I was like, dude, you can order off their website. He's like, no way, no way. And have it shipped to True yeah, Value. Two days later, yeah, he had right. some Big Dine. He's like, it worked, man. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I think he brought that up on his podcast a few yeah, weeks did. ago, yeah, yeah. which was cool as hell. Yep. He, Man, he said the same thing. He's like, dude, thank you for introducing me to that guy. Nah, he's, he's fucking cool, awesome. Man. So that was cool. I'm glad that – well, I mean, mutual friends, right? That's what this whole hunting community is about. about. Well, even at the Deer Classic, he's like, oh, is Joe here? He was all yeah. excited to meet you. He came in. He's, he's like, you guys got big, extra big-time hats? I was like, oh, I wore all mine out. <laughs> I really did. I, I threw him some big-time hats. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's what really what the community of, of this whole industry – I mean, industries I, – I sort of hate that term a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. The biz, that's funnier. Um, but, I mean, it's all good people for the most part. Um, and I just feel like if we all have that big main common interest, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, not everybody's going to get along. That's just the way life is. Right. But good dudes with mutual friends, I mean, why would they not get along type of thing, you know? Exactly. So, I mean, it's here's what it comes down to. Everybody wants to talk about taking the industry back. And, 
I don't yeah. know if you can hear my daughter on recording, but it's hilarious. She's jamming. Yeah, she's rocking out. She's probably listening to that trap remix. She's got her Christmas jammies on. Oh yeah, we're gonna wear them out for the last last of the season. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, good people, man. Like it's it's just the camaraderie and like good friendships and stuff are bonded through the common interests of the outdoors and hunting and stuff. People just need to stop talking trash. I mean, I, if you want to talk about the downfall of the industry, it's social media. It is, man. It's it a devil. For sure. it's a of, super, ev- of every industry. It's, yeah. It, it's of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just face it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's the same downfall. I mean, everybody has a voice now. Yep. And mm-hmm. if they don't agree with you, you're an asshole. And they're going to blast it because they have a following. Yep. And You want to hear my theory on social media? I would love to hear And it. I think I've said it before on the podcast. You're going to get me going on it now. Hey, you got me revved let's up. Do it. Hey, we're an hour uh, 20 in. This is when shit gets up. good. Dude, Chase had three hours. I already checked it. Yeah, so he he was giving me shit because he was the first one in the booth. So uh-huh. I, I'm gonna use up my time. Hey, <laughs> hey, the platform is yours, sir. I don't care if everybody else leaves; it's just me and you in here talking. That'll work. We got um, all night. Restart it. So my theory is, and this is, I feel like right now we are in the wild west of social media. Yep. And social For media sure. is a beautiful thing because of the friendships you can make across country, all that shit. Podcasts feed through social media, all the shit. But I think right now it's the wild west. It's all new to us. Because think 10 years ago, it's not what it is right now. It was like just getting ramped up. I mean, you can go back even a little further. Go back to the MySpace days. I mean, it was just... For the record, I'm going to pause you. Off track. I had a badass MySpace. Dude, just my, saying, back in college. Ooh, mine was ooh, sick. Wait. In high school, man, so sick. Hey, could you imagine this This Exanga sponsored by Big Dine? Steve, oh, exactly. hang on. Back to you, Thank Kurt. you, Joe. <laughs> um, so hold that thought. It's the Wild West. Back in MySpace, it was not nearly – like there wasn't this opinionated like stronghold of like powerful shit where people just attack no. everybody left and I, right on I MySpace. I don't agree with you, so I'm going to talk shit. Right. That, mean, just, that didn't happen on MySpace. You put your music player up there. Yeah. You arranged what shitty friends you had from one to eight or whatever the fuck it was. Not five. And then you posted emo pictures of long hair in your face with deer heads. That's what I did. <laughs> and I uh, wrote a little BMX. That's what we did. I uh, – I, I had a Rob Zombie video playing, which song? I think it was Never Gonna Stop Me. Right. Good song. See? That's awesome. I had, Fun fact, I had a Zanga called American Mullet, and it was dedicated to sick-ass mullets. I was way ahead of the time, just saying. So you know. I was in eighth grade, and I remember I got kicked out of a class because I was working on my Zanga. That was all mullets. <laughs> Not kidding. Just mullets? It was literally all mullets. Would I have made the cut? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Steve wouldn't, though. But um, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so... My point is, I think it's a wild west. I think in the next, and I don't really know. I'm kind of I'm guesstimating. I think in the next ten years, there's going to be a limitation on things like by law limitation, things you can and cannot do on social media, like legally, legally, like you are held to law because it's now a part of society. It's now it something that affects people's character, something that affects uh, business image. Some like on all aspect uh, aspects very 100%. fucking fast. Absolutely, a, car- a career can be ended on one tweet in fifteen fucking minutes nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Defamation of character seconds. is acceptable on social media. Yeah, it is still. I mean, I, so that's why I say in the next ten years in every industry. I mean, in, in not just the hunting industry across the board and personal life, whatever. There's going to be laws, things you can and cannot do, um, and I think. Because the police are going to be on there. I bet you they'll be dedicated on internet police, like legit internet police officers Yeah, that will legitimately be able to find you for things the and troll, hold you accountable. The troll police? Yeah. I mean, for real. <laughs> you're yeah. not. Hey, you're not wrong. I think that that's going to be a thing. I, give it six years. Give it five years. 
you'll start to see that stuff implemented. And then it'll take five years from that before it's like in concrete, like you know your parameters, what you can and cannot do. Yeah. Also, at the same time, some of that, um, which, ah, man, it's tough. Some of the stuff that can make it be such a negative thing also sometimes can be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a weird mixed batch of shit on the internet right now. It is. But it, in hunting like, especially, it's... It's like a hard turd and diarrhea all at the same time. Yeah. You didn't hard have to push, but at the same time, it made you grunt a little bit. You were healthy, but you had <laughs> one too many beers. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but do you think... <laughs> outs- when you pop the cork, the wine just blows out. <laughs> do you think outside of the hunting world, like say in the industry of... Hear me out here. I'm, I'm going bizarre on purpose. Yep. Do you think in the industry of table tennis, because they have an industry... Yeah. Right. There's it's dudes the that are same thing. There's dudes that are deep into the table tennis industry or pool. They pool playing industry. Though. Does the same shit happen within their community? Yes. As I, it does I, the outdoor community. I think so. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, in the pool world, I'm sure somebody holds their stick wrong, and somebody else doesn't like the way they hold their stick, and they should yeah, shoot they have it another a terrible way. They're form. Talk shit about them. You know what? Right. I, it's the same thing. Well, oh, give me a well, cold beer. Yes, I, I'm, I did. I'm a trad hunter. I hate you know compound hunters. Compound hunters hate crossbow, crossbow hunters. Yeah. Crossbow hunters hate rifle hunters. I'm a public land hunter. You you suck because you hunt private. Okay, great. If you want to hunt public, great. Awesome. That, I, I yeah. commend you for Nothing that. I've, I've hunted public land, and it's badass when yeah. you shoot one on it. It's, hey, did you see my animal out there? That was on public I land. Did. Yeah, it was public land. <laughs> don't, don't know if you knew that or not. Good hey, looking just, goat. Just in case you didn't know. He's <laughs> little, but it was on public land, so it adds like it, 40 it's, inches. It's always something. Somebody's hating on somebody else. I mean, that's, right. you want to talk about what's tearing the industry apart, that's what's tearing the industry apart. For sure. Oh, it is. People well, can't just come together, and we need to bond together and fight the <clears throat> antis who are trying to take everything away from us. Right. We'd right. rather bicker amongst ourselves. But at the same shit. time, at the same time, talking about that in this game, we joke around and give everyone shit joking around about that type of thing, but then we also get lashed for, I'm quoting, air quoting, making fun of people for that. Boy, I'm making fun of everybody. I just made fun of myself. Right. You yeah. know, like that's what we do. So I think people are just sensitive, and I get it though. It's a little like gun shy. You're like, ah, why are you coming at me? Oh, well, why are you coming at me? Like, what's well, reality? We. Fuck, we come at Steve harder than anybody we've ever wanted at anyone. Yeah. And he's still on our show. Exactly. It's like, I see people like, oh, why did they have to come? Grow up. Grow up, dude. Just have a drinking problem like me and then move into a guy you consider a friend and then he hates you and your dog. Like, that's how you have to live your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Too many people are triggered. <laughs> yeah, triggered. It's true. They're I triggered. Was, I was actually having a, a funny conversation with TJ earlier. On the way up here, on my seven hours. TJ. Oh, the guy who didn't TJ, invite you to Turkey oh, yeah. Palooza. That guy. Okay. We could have talked about it, Turkey Palooza. Oh, yeah. Turkey Palooza. You know? Dude, he made T-shirts, and everybody's name is going to be there. He asked me if I was going to be there. I said, no. He's like, well, I'll throw your name on the shirt anyway. So yeah, we he a, made T-shirts? Yeah, we have a Facebook group, too. Yeah. <laughs> our, our Snapchat is, dude, it's been going on since last year. Yeah. It's been great, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. It'd be really no. cool if you were a part of it, but. <laughs> dude, what the Who'd you piss off? <laughs> Liz or something. Apparently a lot of people. <laughs> Dude, even Kurt's daughter, she's, she can't even walk. She has a Snapchat. She's in it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We, we, got to, we got to talk. It was this exact conversation about everybody just hating on everybody else. Yeah. And the, the guy is talking shit about instant huntresses and everything. I know you guys had multiple conversations. About oh, yeah. It. We've talked about it. That's well, fun. But the, but the point got brought up of, you know, if you go to like Twin Peaks. <laughs> they have all those posters and everything from yeah. like the 1940s, 1950s, yeah. from Lucky Lures. 
and the lure is pinned to a girl's bikini bottom or something and is pulling it back and that's one lucky lure yeah this is nothing new guys that's no. true it's just right. a different damn platform right glock basically got their start because of all the the gun shows they went to they and i remember reading about this they got this girl and she was just smoking hot absolutely gorgeous bombshell They'd bring her all these shows, and, like, the booth would just be packed. Like, people were like, oh, it's a little plastic gun. Like, they didn't know a whole lot about Glock, but, like, that's how they started getting a name for themselves, and she since went in the wind. Like, she got all this fame, and everybody's, like, reaching out to her. She went away, but, like, that's how their name got out there. So well, here's the thing with this whole that whole deal, though, because I, I love these type of conversations. Cause I, it's getting deep. Because I think we're about like it with business, years, you know? Man. You know what I mean? I think about it within business. It's like a thing. I don't have a problem with Insta hunters, Insta huntresses. I don't have a problem with models at booths. Oh, just no. just like, call them no. social media influencers. Yeah, whatever. That's what you're really right. getting to. But I don't have a problem with hot chicks Neither promoting a product. I don't have an issue with that at all. Like if if some chick came up and just had rock and tits, was like, "Hey, let me wear a working class bow hunter tank top, and I'll stand outside your booth and pass out koozies." I'd be like, "All right, sick." You'd be stupid not to. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "All right, do it." But the problem is. I'm not going to expect her to hand out hunting advice, and I don't expect Correct. her to look like she's going to give hunting advice. I agree with you with that. That's where the problem is. Yep. You know, show your cleavage over here. That's awesome. Everybody's going to look. They're going to swing by. Good for business. But as soon as you're like, I'm a pro hunter, let me teach you about it. You know what I'm saying? Because most pro hunters aren't showing their tits. You know what I mean? Like right. You don't see Melissa Bachman out there in a bikini top shooting 180s. No. She's legit. Yeah. Maybe I mean I would look to look if she no, did. Hang, hang on, I just got that visual. Hang on, <laughs> but you, you get no, what no, I'm saying, I, I though. Love I yeah, mean, no, she's some, awesome. Some no, she's great. She's been on our podcast. She, she is a killer. I use her as an example because she's a real deal and she's beautiful. Yep. So she kind of rides that line, right? So and she shoots grizzly bears in the throat. Yeah, she's dude. She's yeah, hardcore, true. man. By the way, I told the story. My brother-in-law hit on her. He's not a hunter. <laughs> I, I heard it. And it that was, was awesome. Oh man, <laughs> it made my day. It made my day out. I, I actually do listen to the podcast, too, right? I, I appreciate that. I mean, unlike, you know, TJ, who doesn't invite me to Turkey Blues. <laughs> hey, that's fair. TJ actually introduced us. You know, remember he that? Did. He did. Uh, but, but no, I think that was – that's like the difference, right? Yeah. Between it all. Like, it's fine to have – Good-looking women promote a sure. product that's it's like you, it's been around since the fifty, probably before. Sex sells. Yeah, it's well, I mean, new. and it's not bad to look at a pretty lady. But, right. but going back to my point, like if, if you're not in for that, just don't follow them. Yeah, that's just, what I think's funny about it. These, just don't follow them. these girls that are handing out this advice. If you're dumb enough to think that she's actually going to give you some advice, then you go ahead and you take all the advice and you apply it and see how well that works for you. <laughs> or you can go listen to Melissa Bachman and actually get some real advice and yeah, yeah see which one's going to get you further. For this sure. season, I'm yep. dedicating to I'm taking Huntress's advice. While I pay for the premium Snapchat, and I'm going to use it in the woods. <laughs> Dude, hey, we should do that and do a, a monthly check-in on how your, your season's going. <laughs> Give a review on the on what information you've learned. It's like, I, your I, tactics. I don't know, bro, but, man, she's really going to show the nipple this next snap, man. I'm paying five bucks a month for it. Damn. Damn. It's tough. It's tough. Higher. Hey, we should make a premium Snapchat, but it's you giving hunting advice <laughs> and showing nip. Oh it wouldn't be any different. <laughs> yeah, it would be the same. 
Dude, you have Buck Brunch, Elite Bows, HHA, Scent Crusher, DeQuisto Series, Tree Oh, my stands. God. I'm an Instagram huntress. Just not with, well, I got the tits. Yeah. But it was just don't have <laughs> just, I've got about the brain. Yeah, you power got tits. tits. You don't have great tits, though. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. I got like a, I got a decent from like 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 meat to like areola like ratio. It's, it's good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is that a Jesus. good segue to talk about his his girl now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God. We're deep into this. We can talk. Mm. We're gonna bounce all over this. This is officially. A bullshitting podcast. This yep. is the big time and bullshitting. The, the, every one that I come to is going to be a bullshit yeah. podcast. Yeah, I'm really just going to hijack it. Hey, you're a fun guy. It. That's why I like working with big time. Great products, but fun people. He's got to do like 90 podcasts to get like an hour's worth of good material. I know. Eventually, I'm just going to cut them all up and then just get the, the valuable yeah, information. Yeah. Get the gold information. Yeah, so it's agreed. I'm just going to come back later and talk about fall food. Yeah. Class. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You come back next week if you want. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about this lady. Oh. You landed one. I did. Uh, At Deer Classic. Well, it came, became official. It became official. Um, did she know about the girl you hooked up with at Iowa? Uh, yeah, there was no girl at Iowa. <laughs> I mean, if she wants it, if she already saw a picture of my hand. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, he really didn't. Um, yeah, I can promise I, I, I didn't. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. No, this is, this, this is kind of like a... Like I want to bullshit you guys and give hey, you listen, guys. Don't like, drag this out for thirty five fucking minutes. I, I won't. I won't. I, I want to bullshit you guys and give you guys like the uh, like the you put funny him on the story. spot and they can't talk. That's the no. best but, part. But the thing is, everyone <laughs> at Deer Classic knew he had a girlfriend. Everybody does. Everyone knew. Warren Holder is uh, that girl is proud that fucked you, but that's that's all on her. No, I fucked it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just giving. I'm giving Steve a hard time because this this is a rare opportunity. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll shut up. This now. doesn't happen often. I'm sorry. I'm smitten with this kitten. I'll let you know. Uh, I met her a couple weeks ago. Um, through <laughs> and you're gonna get a kick out of this joke. So I was on this dating app called Hinge. And it's the app designed to be deleted. And they ask me, you know, there's, like, questions you can put up. I put a p- picture with, like, I, I put a picture of, like, me and Kurt and you, Eric, just so, like, I'd oh, get I'm some. on there? Yeah, so, like, they would get a little bit more interested just so they're not disappointed. They're like, oh, there's, like, two good-looking guys and then this fucking guy, Eric. She had a 33% so. chance to get with a guy that actually looked halfway decent. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Good math. <laughs> so, the, uh, the thing was, like, what's your most controversial uh, opinion. I was like, well, it's a fact that the aliens built the pyramids. Right, I'm throwing it out there because that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, she commented on it and she goes, yeah, I watch ancient aliens all the time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what's your ring size? You know what I mean? And we started. No. Started, no, no. Ring no. size. For her finger so no. I can marry her. Okay. I didn't know you going that hard that fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, I go it's hard. Steve. Dude, it's Steve, like, come on now. I'm sorry. Dude, I'm like walk a flock. I go hard in the paint. Okay. So. We uh we started talking. We met up. <laughs> we met up for for drinks. Where and, at? What kind of bar? Uh, we went to a, it, actually. I, I will tell you this place is a bar called Radical Effect in Rock Island. They have hams on tap, and did, they have. A did bunch she of buy drinks all night? No, I bought her drinks. So she only had two. She had two Bloody Marys. Barely finished them. <laughs> okay, keep going. What anyway, no, anyway, I don't know. Eric, <laughs> I thought Eric was going to say something. I was looking right at him. No, I'm. Uh, I met the chick, and we uh, we clicked immediately. And one thing led to another. It was just all happy times. I kind of told her what I did. She was super cool with it. She's like, I, I don't have any interest in honey, and I'm glad it makes you happy. Um, next thing you know, uh, she actually was there for the the hard times. So when I met her, I was 
when I first talked to her, I was moving my uh, uncle's bed down downstairs because he couldn't walk upstairs anymore because he had uh, cancer. And then the following week, you know, he ended up passing away, and she was just there for me. I'm like, I've known this chick for a week, and uh, my uncle, who meant a lot to me, passed away, and she was there, just so kind, caring, and awesome. And dude, she's she's been uh, she's been great, very supportive of uh, everything I'm trying to do. And I'm like, ah, this is a pretty good woman. Turns out she knows Kurt's brother-in-law really, really well. And when I called him, because I work with him, he's like, yeah, don't fuck that one up. So, uh, not to get too serious on you, but I think I found a good one. So, uh, all the Instagram huntresses, sorry, I'm off the market. Um, but I will still pay for your premium Snapchats. I'm just... That's fair. I, I signed a one-year deal. Hey, you're helping the industry. I am. I, I signed a one-year deal. And as soon as that lease is up, it's over. I'm moving out. Have, uh, <laughs> have, have you broke wind in front of her? Dude, not yet. But by that I mean farted. Have you yes. pooped in the same house as her? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a that's a breaking point in a relationship, that, that, right? Yeah. I mean, you need to know this. Yeah. I met her, her cousin. He's like, come her on, cousin. open up. Yeah, open her. up. Our listeners deserve to know this. They're family too. Hey, she smelled your poop. Just uh, yeah. Her family smelled your poop. She had, they have not because here's here's how smart Dude, you I took am. a shit in their upstairs bathroom. God I brought damn it. I brought I brought <laughs> I, I brought a room I brought a room clean with me. God, I love doing Dude, listen here. No, you did not. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I know. And you're, that. Where the fuck did you put it in your pocket? Dude, I had a hoodie on and like I, I put it in there. And that's a lie. Because I brought oh. a, I brought, I brought a six pack of beer. I'm calling Dan Drake after this. Dude, I brought I brought I mean, it with me. I was like, he's getting the brownie points from Dan right now. <laughs> Dude, I all right, let me get this straight. You brought a scent crusher room clean to your girlfriend's house because you knew you're gonna take a shit. Yes, it was her uh, aunt and uncle's house. That, I would have been more impressed if you had a big time evasion cover scent. I'm just just throwing that there. I didn't have it with me. I would have. By the way, she asked one time when she hopped in my truck the first time. She goes, "Why does it smell like cherries in here?" That's right, girl. <laughs> That's why she's still around. Oh yeah, I do. I do have a I have a bottle of uh, of cherry rush, and I'm. So I noticed when you uh, when you announced your guys' relationship on the Facebook, and everybody started ripping you. And she commented in there. She's like, "Is there something I don't know?" And I commented back. I said, "You're new here. <laughs> You're new here." Welcome to the club. Yeah, I, she's like, she's like, so who's Kurt? And I go, oh god, <laughs> all right, let me. Uh, did let you me just go? Rip. Did you say daddy? I Papa Bear. Yeah, well, because she's been over to Doug's house. So I go, and like when we pulled up, the trailer was there. I go, hey, there, here's my two dads. She's like, what? And I go, it's a thing. I'll explain to you later. Let's just go in here and uh, you know make sure we enjoy each other, and then I'll, uh, I'll explain it to you. So you guys said sexual relations already? Oh, pro, pro. <laughs> I fuck on the first date. Are you kidding me? Dude, see, it doesn't matter if you do this, she. <laughs> uh, no, she didn't. No, she, yeah. I, I had to wait, but, uh, you know. <laughs> so how long have you guys been dating? Uh, man, what was that? Uh, four uh, days? Carry the one. Yeah, about four or five days. And this has already happened? Yeah. Have you seen her since you started dating? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quite, that was. <laughs> um, no, Are I, you I, sure? I, I, I've seen her a few times since then. Did you satisfy her needs on the first try? Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll this tell you is what. Howard Stern upon him right now. Yes or no? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. A, I, I oh, listen to Howard Stern the whole way here, so I'm I'm geared up. Baby. <laughs> hey, there's no gray area here. Oh no, it was, it was an absolutely. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, yes or no, dude. I am the bug brunch of making love. It doesn't mm. matter what situation you put me wow. in. Wow, that's good. I will blossom. Damn. Was there flowers in Buck Brunch? Yeah, there can be flowers in there. Sure, eventually. Yeah, right? I mean, you can. You know what I want to do, Joe? Has I, Doug I, met her yet? Yes, he did. He did. Do you yeah, like he did. her? Yeah, I did. He, we got we got to call Doug. After what this. have you told her about me 
when we meet because I know you gave her a warning. I no, know you did. No, I, I, I gave her the details. I was like, on I all go, of us. Yeah, on on every one of you, right. each and every one of you. Give the breakdown. Um, I did. Uh, I, I let her know. I was like, I was like, hey, and this is. Man, you guys are putting me on the spot. He's like, kind of nervous. No, it's going to be told. I was like, I was like, I was like, because because I told her about you know our like. I was like, hey, we we've butted heads, but I'm like, that's been the one guy that's been like. I'm going to be the fucking hardest on you so you fucking learn. And if I got to beat the shit out of you till you get it, <laughs> let you know. That's how, that's how you know I'm a loyal dog because my owner beat me enough and didn't have to put a shot collar on me, which that's going to happen. Gonna Apparently happen. it's happened. My little cousin knows it's going to happen. He's 12. He doesn't listen to this podcast, but he heard that. He's like, keep me in the gate. He came in. He's like, are you really going to get a shot collar put on you? I'm like, how the fuck do you? Oh, he listens on YouTube. That's how the young kids listen is the podcast on YouTube, which, by the way, got valuable information on how we got to get 12-year-olds to listen to this shit. Mm, perfect. TikTok Mil- and YouTube. <laughs> Millie Rock. No, okay. Kurt, Kurt, I'm yeah. back to you. Um, when they get married, because obviously they're in love. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> if they've already had intercourse when, two, when they, five days in. And, and she's still there. They're getting married, for um, sure. When they get married, instead of throwing rice or bubbles or any of that shit, <laughs> we, <laughs> throw, we throw big time. And I, I would I, love I'm not that. talking about like handfuls of big. I'm like ten pound bags of big time. Yeah, just, just chuck it at them. Got okay, any, just got any blocks still in the bag? <laughs> yeah, blocks. <laughs> got any blocks? I don't want to stone the girl on her wedding day. <laughs> no, we're stoning Steve. Yeah, <laughs> if she happens to be in the way, so be it. Take her on the team. This is your new commitment. We're probably doing her a favor. There, put her out of her misery. Hey, we're gonna dump happy hour all over you guys. It'll be like instead of Nickelodeon slime, it's happy hour. Oh my god, that's that's awesome. Hilarious. Yeah, thank you. That yeah, Salty. happy hour wrestling. <laughs> TJ Brady, stay tuned. So oh, did I just guess it? Whoa, that? I guessed it. I hold on, it. hold I on. I, 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 I could break really. up with this girl any time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I missed it. Not really like wrestling, no. But same concept. Yeah. Well, man, I'm happy for you, Steve. Now, here's the thing: um, she's got to be down for hunting because you can't use this woman. As your excuse this year of why you don't go hunting, because there's a lot of guys who do that. You need to throw that down Shit. real quick. There's a lot of guys that do that, and there's they do it so much to where I can see through. It's like, ah, bitch, you're lazy. You just don't want to hunt. Turns out her uncle, who she's uh, she hangs out like at because her her and her cousin are like essentially best friends. Her uncle's a hunter, and yeah, uh, but you're gonna live. What does that have anything to do? with I'm just it? saying she she approves of it. She knows how happy he is when he gets out, and but they all say that man, mm-hmm. you're five days in. Talk to me in October, brother. I will. Remember, remember this conversation. Remember. You're like, actually, that's the next time I want to talk to you. Get the fuck out of my life. Is this October. not a real thing, though? Like, it's a real thing. Like, it's let, a thing to be concerned with. Let me give you a story with. about that. You, you want a chick that's cool with hunting, but I married a chick that went hunting. Ooh. And at first, I was like, this is awesome. We can go hunting all the time. But then when I came home, it wasn't like getting yelled at for buying something for hunting. It's like, did you buy two? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like I mean, Jamie's awesome. She's she's pissed off that she's pregnant in turkey season. Ooh. So we're going. She's going to be seven months pregnant during Indiana turkey season. So she wants to use a crossbow because she's worried about shooting a gun while pregnant. I'm like I'm pretty sure our kid has the best set of earmuffs there is right now because she's <laughs> in your womb. <laughs> All right. Well, like, hey, if you want to shoot a crossbow, we'll shoot a crossbow. That's fair. But I mean, to my point, be careful. You you want her to be cool with it, but not necessarily hardcore with it. There's a balance, yeah. right? Yes. So, well, the exception to that rule is the McDaniel's. Because what did Josh say is the second date that he took Kristen on where they went hunting? 
Was that oh, the first or second date? It was one of the. It was like really early on that he took her. No, hunting. that was me. No, it was me it and was, Jamie's first date was hunting. Yeah, was it? It was Josh and Kristen. Josh and Kristen are up there too. Yeah, they're up there. I mean, they're 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 kind Maybe. of a rarity, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're a couple that makes their living. I mean, you do too, Joe, but it makes their living solely in the outdoors. I mean, they have their business, but outdoor media is a major part yeah. of oh, yeah. what they do. Like. You go to Realtree's YouTube or Realtree, Kristen's face is on a lot of those videos, like killing giants. And that's, I'm, I'm so proud of knowing those two for so long. They're oh, two of my favorite people. Yep. I mean, Genuinely we, good people. So when, when Kristen started at Gander Mountain way back when. I forgot we have a Gander Mountain circle. We, we got yeah. a huge Gander Mountain circle. Oh, it's yeah. bigger. <laughs> so I was working part-time at that time at Gander Mountain in Terre Haute. Did you guys work at the same Gander Mountain? Same one. Okay. Uh, Jackson, who's my boss now, worked for me in the fishing department. Really? Kristen started the same day Jamie, my wife, started. Then we got hooked up, and then she had to quit because I got hired. or I was promoted, and they were like, well, you can't be over her. I'm like, I'm over her when we get home. Oh, damn. Hit him with it. But and Josh was working in archery, but it was a really and we had some other buddies that were there. And how long ago was this? Friends. Oh, this was. Oh, well, I've been a big time for five years now. Five uh-huh. years in October. So, so you met your wife at work? Yeah. So you worked at oh. Gander before big time? Yeah. So did you work there? I worked there 2012. I, I, to... I worked at uh, Gander for 12 years. Oh yeah, so we worked there all at the same time. Yeah. What store were you at? Uh, Davenport, Iowa. I helped rebuild Davenport when I did the remodel. Yeah. No shit. I was there. I worked there. Well, we probably talked. <laughs> we who, probably did. Who, who Small world. Dude, who was the store manager? Couldn't tell you. I remember I didn't like him. Jordan Johnson um, was there at the time. And a that's blonde, kinda... tall blonde guy. Jordan Johnson, my buddy from Combination Creative, worked there at the same time. That's how I met him. And that's how I got yeah, to meet it, Kurt. It's been a long time. But, but it was a... Uh, look at this yeah, connection. I would know. We'll talk after. I, so, but. so like those last... Three years at Gander was when they were trying to do all those rebuilds and all yeah. those new stores. Like, oh, this is how we're going to regrow the the business and everything. Yeah. I was still just a, a manager because I refused to become a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. I was a supervisor who refused to become a manager because then I'd be salary. So I was traveling around doing all those remodels and shit, getting paid hourly wages and overtime. Yeah. Those four years, I banked so hard. Like, like why don't you be? I'm I'm training store managers. Like, why are you not a store manager? I'm like, because I don't want to move, and I'm banking right now. Yeah. Dude. See, yeah. I was a college part time kid. I that's kind of the way I went in. Yeah. Like the friend that came to Terre Haute, and they're like, "Dude, you should work there. You know, extra money." And I was like, eh, "Beer money," because at the time I was working at Indiana State University as a draftsman during college, and then really? I was like. Yeah. So, so Kristen like, worked there. Josh worked there. You worked yeah. there. Jackson worked there. Jackson, your worked wife worked for there. Me, and then he graduated college, went to Scott Pet, and he was kind of doing this and that. And he always told me, he's like, you know, when when big time gets big enough, and I can't handle it by myself, I want you to come on. It was like, oh, cool, man, right, sweet. And then it actually happened, and you know, our my first interview was at a bar. That's hilarious. <laughs> and that's finished. when I had my beard was a little bit longer than Ross's. I mean, it, I had a respectable beard back then. And it, last weekend I did have a shaving accident, so I apologize for this shortness. 
But then the second interview was at another bar. I accepted the job, and he's like, now I'm your boss. And I mean, it, it's <laughs> great having one of your best friends as your boss. It can be awesome, but it yeah. can also suck. It's a good thing you're cool to him as his boss yeah, or I mean, a higher I mean, up. I respect the, the line. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And as does he. Yeah. Um, he can chew my ass, and then we can go do a bass fishing tournament on Thursday night. Yeah, you that's know what it's about. Mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's cool. But, you know, watching, you know, getting back together with everybody at ATA, with Josh and Kristen, I still talk to them on a weekly basis. Yeah, they're night. awesome. They're they're big-time dealers for us in Linton, Indiana. Um, and, you know, there's others, too, that came from that store. It's just really cool getting back together with everybody and be like, yeah, look where we came from. That's and crazy. That was reunion. There's it's, a lot of people that came from Gander Mountain. It's cool yeah. that a lot of people. Because that was my way of like, because I always I wanted in the industry so bad when I was young, you know, mm-hmm. especially when I was going to school and just had, I didn't know anybody, didn't know any direction. I was like, dude, I got to get a job at Gander because that's just like a sliver of the industry. If you work retail in, in the outdoor industry, you're in the industry, yeah. you know, and I was, dude, I applied there. I don't know how many times it'd make you sick. How many times I applied at Gander, and, and I, I, in a way, I wish I would have uh, been a little more focused on that job because maybe some. I mean, it closed down and whatever, but uh, it closed down after I left. I'm just saying. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> just throwing it out there. So it wasn't your fault. But I like, left and I went you know, to shit. I was a party kid. I was twenty, twenty one, and yeah. when all when I worked there and just reckless as hell. So I didn't. I wasn't really dedicating like what I should have to that. It was beer money. Oh, ex- exactly. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. it was it was the height of in in yeah. college and everything. I wanted an extra job for beer money. Yeah. That was back in like I would go to class at eight a.m. and then go to my draftsman job and then yeah, maybe do some homework, go to Gander and work until nine and then drink until three and then start all over again. I, I was never broke because I had a second job. I was like, yeah, yeah I can pay for shit. Sweet. That's Sweet. funny, man. I forgot about the Gander Mountain thing. I shot my biggest buck when I worked there, and I had a little single cab S ten. And I remember shooting that buck because Jordan worked there, Jordan yep. Johnson. Put him in the like, – by the way, loading a buck inside a two-wheel drive S10 is like the easiest thing of all time. <laughs> uh, which they're great for that. Loaded it in there. And you know how the beds are real short? So if I'm going down the interstate, any vehicle higher than mine is going to see right in what I have. Civic could see in there. Yeah. I, I had a 92 long bed S10. Hell oh, yeah. Shit. Hell oh, shit. This is still driving around to this day. No, I didn't see it. I sold it for 400 bucks. Nice. The, old, the old square cab. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I sold it for 400 because I had gotten a new truck already. I just wanted to get rid of it. And a guy down the road wanted to buy it for to, to haul firewood. Mm-hmm. He ends up selling it to a union guy who was traveling. He wanted good mileage, and somehow it's rotated around. And kind of like what we're talking about with Gander, yeah. like I still see it every now and then. It still has the <laughs> shitty stickers in the back of like Calvin pissing on anti hunter or something. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's my baby. Well, I had a mine was a ninety eight back, and what I did was I shot the you know the bucks I have out here. I was like, oh, that's a one fifty seven eight, that big tall sucker. I had him. I propped him in that truck and put my hunting pack up underneath his head, so he was like all propped up like on a pillow up against the back glass and drove down uh i-80 and dude the looks i was getting and then i'm you know when i did that i had i think cameron tank and then sam my wife was crammed in the middle like going around <laughs> to show this thing off i drove all the way through davenport pulling a gander to show all my coworkers. i'm like check this motherfucker out you know and everyone was like oh damn like you actually bow hunt because i just was a reckless kid at the time and uh, I don't know. Good time. Good memories, man. Loaded in man. the back of that sucker. I got a picture of it somewhere. I have to, I'll have to find <laughs> it to dig it up. But, man, I had my own little 
online hunting project that I called Illinois Outlaw Outdoors. And we were, we, we were cool, man. Wait, what, what was ours? We had one for waterfowl because there was 10 years where I was just fucking obsessed with killing birds. Really? And I mean, I, I still deer hunted because I was never going to give it up. But right. it was like yeah. I wanted to hit it hard in October. And that's kind of when I started my – I, I like killing them in the feed patterns and everything before the rut. Yeah. Because I wanted to get into the, the fields for to kill ducks and geese. Interesting. But what was our – I think it was. Uh, That's a bigger deal killing them in, like in the you know before the rut you know to be able to oh, pattern yeah. a deer. Yeah, I mean that's what the dequistos are known for. Yeah, yeah. It was. I can't remember the name of our stupid ass waterfowl. Everybody had a club name for their damn waterfowl. Oh yeah, thing. team so and so or whatever. Yeah, amazing. La- final descent. That's what final descent. Final descent. <laughs> I kind of like that. Though. Our little quote on the hoodie was, "They descend from heaven, we give them hell." <laughs> oh, so stupid. Do you still have a hoodie? So, yeah. I think I do. No, I kind of like that I, though. I think that's sweet. I worked a long time. Marketing, baby. Yeah, that's what I do. Get it, dude. I'm telling you. Well, <laughs> here's hoodies. The, speaking of marketing, Terre Haute. Do you, do you know Terre Haute? Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. Do you remember my marketing strategy for big time when I come to Terre Haute? I'm going to be honest with you, Steve. I usually forget everything. Oh, my God. I told you this. because. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is one of the only reasons why your dad now stays up till 11 o'clock at night. There was a spider on Ross. Ooh. Good work. Eat him. Stop him out. Hit him with your broken hand. Do you remember? Anyway. anyway. This, is the, this show is the only reason why your dad stays up to past, or maybe it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, Live PD is crazy. now filmed in Terre Haute. Yes. You remember yes, this is. now? Dude, my goal is to go there and just be big time out like big time hoodie, big time sweatpants. And get arrested. Please sure. do. And get Please arrested do. on Live PD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it one night because of the Terre Haute deal, right? <laughs> and, like, there's all this crazy stuff going on around the country. People are, you know, high, high chase down the highway and everything. And they're like, we're going to go to Terre Haute now. And it switches over to this dude in Terre Haute <laughs> at a gas station. I know exactly where this 500 Express is. It's on 13th in Ohio. If Did you, you know the guy, up. too? I didn't know the guy, but they got him <laughs> for pissing his pants. Or he was pissing in the parking lot of the gas station. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He literally pissed down his leg. He's like, no, that's the way I bought these jeans. It's supposed to look like it. Give me something cool from Terre Haute. I mean, give me a shooting or something. Like a classic murder or something. Some douchebag pissed down his leg and (coughs) awesome. All right, I can definitely – I will definitely do something – to put the name on the map. No, no I don't. I don't think I we need that. Your brother, I, your brother gave me the go ahead. Uh, yeah, he also he, he also had, and I I don't know if Austin got that. Uh, I I tasted some of the finest finest whiskey um, I've ever had. What was it? Apricot whiskey. It was amazing. Now, when was this? I'm literally you... writing in my podcast notes. Steve wants to be on live PD. <laughs> I want to be on live PD. The so whiskey bad. that you gave me was pecan whiskey. Oh, it was pecan. That's oh, what it was. That, yeah, I, was uh, that changed my life. Revel Stokes. Hey, let's talk wow. about Turkey Palooza. Yeah, because since we're getting into that. Oh, now. sorry, Joe. You want to uh, hop out there? So, are you going to buy a tag on your way out? I, I think you. Should, can we call TJ Unger? <laughs> we totally should. Um, should we give him a warning first before we just no. blast him? Okay, just go. Hey, this is in post. We can, uh, yeah, I'll call him. <laughs> this is in post. What time is it there? Is it a different time? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are an hour, hour, an hour behind. Oh, ahead. ahead. They're ahead. We here are an hour behind, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 9.54. It's 9:54. He's awake. Oh, yeah, he's awake. I've been on the road a long time today, boys. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> are we really getting TJ on? <laughs> By the way, this, uh, he won't answer. 
This pause break is brought to you by Big Time Happy Hour. So when you're waiting for the deer, like you're waiting for DJ to answer the phone, go ahead and pour some Big Time Happy Hour out. They will show up. (laughs) That was good. I tried, brother. I'm trying. (laughs) I'll let you do it. Is that going to answer? I'll leave him a mail, a voicemail. Can we we do that? He's like not answering that. You've reached the voicemail box of TJ Unger with Seven Gen. I'm sorry I'm away from my phone at this time, but if you'd leave your name, telephone number, and a brief message, I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks, and have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, TJ, it's Joe from Big Time. Uh, just want to talk to you a little bit about Turkey Palooza and the fact that I've never heard of it. Um, kind of thought you knew that I like to kill turkeys. Uh, we've been having a podcast on it, and, you know, as usual, you didn't answer your phone, which kind of hurts my heart. But, you know, I'm sure you'll answer this eventually. I love you. Bye-bye. Sweet man, sweet man. <laughs> How come we don't prank call people more? I don't know. <laughs> we need to Why do is that. It the first time, three hundred and sixty yeah. fucking episodes in. That's the first time we prank called somebody. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Are we adults or something? What the fuck? Yeah, Parma's like, who else could we call? He's he's gonna get that back. <laughs> call oh, Philip Vanderpool. <laughs> he won't know that was live on air because he don't listen to the show. Dude, you get <laughs> Philip Vanderpool calling him, Kurt. And I guarantee he'd start talking to him. He's like, hey, it's Joe. Hey, Kurt, how's it going? <laughs> Let me do my Philip real quick because I like doing my Philip. Did you really not invite Joe to Turkey Palooza? <laughs> <laughs> How many are you? Are, are you Gosh, you know, I would have done it. You you know, I would have invited him. <laughs> but, exactly. these, but these trail cameras, <laughs> they're the best in the biz. Man, I, man, I, I, I can tell you right now, I, I hunted with with philip and we we killed a bird in indiana and we had an absolute blast oh, oh he's a riot man he is so much fun to turn dude i just got a text message that said looks like illinois deer classic is canceled too Oof, oh uh, damn holy shit for real yeah i am let me do some research on this real quick because ohio is done it got canceled for sure um Jesus. looks like our schedule just opened up quite a bit for shed hunting good thing we're bullshit and having some fun huh because Man, we, we're losing a lot of money on this. Boofa doofa. We paid for our boof. They don't give you a refund <laughs> for on the that? boof. I, I would, hope they do. I would think if they canceled the venue, you'd get a I, refund. I know the Arnold that got canceled uh, the other weekend in Ohio. Those yeah, booths Joe, are like two to, grand. Uh, and they didn't reimburse anybody. Man. Talk about our contract from uh, here on out. Let's see. Oh, what are we doing, Joe? Joe's avoiding the coronavirus. Yeah, I would just like to point no out everything. Way. Pour one out for the Illinois Deer uh, And for the homies. I have uh, <laughs> outlasted the NCAA men's basketball tournament and women's. NBA, NHL, I'm still here, and everybody else is going down. So, <laughs> wow. Raise hey. those glasses, boys. Jameson. Hey, well, maybe uh, Gander Mountain should have been drinking Jameson. Well, they probably shouldn't have lost me. I think Tom Hanks oh, and no. his wife got it, too. Go ahead and pass that down there, Ross, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're a- I did not expect that at all. <laughs> um. Okay. Hold on. I'm just getting. Sitting, sitting you can chase, wait, wait, just chase so you know, happy Steve. hour. 
Just so you know, Steve, that that's for just the weak introduction of your lady because you need to prop her up. Hey, don't shoot that whole thing. Dude. No, don't shoot. I'm, that's not, a lot go- of I'm not going to. Just sip it. He already Austin added to a full shot. Okay, here you go. Um, this is breaking news right now. Um, by the time this airs, it won't be. But uh, with 32 cases of coronavirus in Illinois, including uh, a child, Pritzker cancels all. Pritzker's our uh, piece of shit governor. Um, cancels all events of more than a thousand people. Um, Fuck this the governor podcast. did not mandate the closure of schools, however. Um, wow. Remember, you got to be in class to learn the propaganda before we enact martial law. Uh, Pritzker mandated that all events with more than 1,000 people be canceled or postponed. Um, Pritzker, too, encouraged private business statewide to allow employees to work from home in light of spread of the virus in Illinois. Um, damn. So I'm assuming that means Illinois Deer Classic is done too. The following weekend of Ohio Classic. Um, and hopefully Madison, Wisconsin Classic, um, is the weekend after the Illinois Classic. So I hope that's yeah. not You know what really me. sucks is like this is the first year that the Illinois right. Deer Classic was going to be back. Yeah. Well, we, uh, our working class bank account just took a hit. We paid for booth space. I hope we get that back. All right, guys, so shirts are now 25 bucks a piece. Yeah, um, those hats are going to be $40. Um, <laughs> That's the coronavirus special. Remember that Everything whole, goes oh, up. Remember wait, that? how much can we get out of this hat right here? Remember that? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Remember that whole uh, discount we were going to run on those Ohio hats? Yeah, yeah it, might, it might be the whole store. Going to retract that statement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Please excuse me. We've been drinking, so you can't hold it. It's man, what a bummer. Yeah, wow, that's how bad do you think this shit is? It's not okay, bad at all. No, no, no. Here's my thing. I I mean, I might just be opening up a whole new can of worms, but... No, you can't talk to me about this, because I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist in a way. Uh-huh. But hear me out here. Let me... Are you too, Ross? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let me let me hit you with my reasoning, and then you have full reins to tell me that I'm full of shit. I'm okay with that. I get that with what I'm about to say. <laughs> like, I'm bringing it on. I'm glad that Ross is excited for this. I am. This is a full-blown bullshit session. I want to hear on. it really bad. Okay, so... Two days ago, Monday, I'm like, dah, it's like the flu, but just whatever, you know? So then I get to, Rogan did that podcast, right, with that dude talking about coronavirus, mm-hmm. and then made people kind of like, oh, shit, like maybe this is, could be a little more serious. I know they canceled the Arnold Classic, which is like a big fitness industry thing. Yeah, and it's huge. Um, I know people that live in Columbus, and I guess that show brings $10 million every year when it comes in, when all those people in town, just all that, you know, it brings $10 million to Columbus, Ohio a year, and they cancel it. So they're willing to risk ten million dollars on that. Well, then I did the NBA canceled their season. Mm-hmm. So imagine all those team owners with all their money, and all the investors with all their money, and all the people they know, and all the politic influence they have, and all the pull and power they have with their power, and they canceled the season, and they're willing to do away with not making money over what people are considering media hype. Right now, in my theory, I think. Whatever the Illuminati is, the dudes with the power, the dudes with the money, the dudes with political pull, the dudes with decision-making power above what the media sees or above what the general public sees, if they're willing to lose money on this, I my conspiracy side of my brain goes, there's something about this that the general public does not know yet, but the people with all the power and the money are finding out about it, and they're going, fuck this, and they're pulling out of it. Yep. Here's I don't know you can say I'm full of shit I probably am but there's I, something to think about your your thought scares me a little bit 
what you said, but I, I, we had this conversation a little bit earlier. I thought that the theory is they're going to delay it so that in the next fiscal quarter, they're going to push like the NBA finals back to where they're making crazy money where they never made it before. However, I just thought of something when you were saying that. Who is governor of Illinois? J.B. Pritzker, right? Yeah. Who did he run against? J, uh, Bruce Runner. They were both billionaires, right? Donald Trump's in office is a billionaire. How much money do you make as a president and a governor? Not shit. If, if, if you're a billionaire and someone offers you a job for $250,000 a year, are you going to laugh in their face? Or, well, are you gonna, or are you going to spend millions to get that job? These people, what you're saying, yeah. these people do not care about taking losses because they know that they can tap in. And it's it, the, the I, I believe these people are insane, and I believe that they know that there's untapped money over there. Now I'm starting to sound crazy. All right, I'm, the, I'm hearing it in my is, own head. Is my theory out way out there? No, it's no. dude. It's it's right I, I there. It's, it's scary. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's kind of scary. So today I was not worried about it until today coming home <laughs> because there's um. I know Ohio's closed schools until April. Oh yeah, and there's talks what? of yeah, there's talks mm-hmm. of um, yeah. our salary people at work working from home, and I'm wage because my wage brain wage brain know? bro. Wage so brain. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Am I gonna get laid off? Like because what are they gonna like? Oh, wage brains, they can get sick and die and spread it. Who gives a fuck? Like That's how it is a big company. Am I that. gonna get laid off or am I gonna just continue going to work? Because if I get laid off. What the fuck am I going to do? So in my head, I'm kind of like, because I'm I kind of a little bit, a little sliver of me. I feel like this is kind of important. I have a little bit of fuck the world attitude in me somewhere. And that's where this little dude of fuck the world comes out in my brain and goes, dude, get everything, get ammunition. Good thing you live in the country. Pop anybody that comes down the gravel road. You're good. Plant tomatoes. You're all right. You know? <laughs> you live off we tomatoes. Salsa. It's a good thing that I keep, killed a lot of deer this year. Yep, because Keep your broad true. head sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? The uh, the NWO wants total world chaos, right? Not like Nash, Hall, and Hogan, but like the NWO, the people that actually run the world. Mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, they, <laughs> dude, it's scary to think that, like, the media is so involved in this. It's like, if you look at the numbers, by the way, of the, with the coronavirus, it's basically the same as the flu. The flu's probably killed more people this year than the coronavirus did. But you can hype yes. up. There's no probably about it. But, well, it yeah, definitely but, has. Yeah. The but scary can, thing is, it's new and it's spreading yeah, fast yeah. as it's fuck. New but it's scary. It's yeah. beautiful, and the media that never, never let a good tragedy go to waste, especially during an election year. That's the just, major player in this. Just oh, that's huge about that. Game. We're on this huge conspiracy theory, and I'm going to back way up, even ahead of you, Kurt. I like it. My conspiracy theory was: so if you back up, Trump went over to China, and he set up a major deal. They were going to spend forty billion with us. They just didn't decipher exactly what in in what areas they were going to spend that money Mm -hmm. so he left tariffs in place leaving that meeting left tariffs in place uh to have the trump card bingo right uh still in the hand and wait it out and see what happens yes and uh so while that's sitting there waiting um my theory is the chinese government had this new strand of coronavirus because it's it's a new strand mm-hmm. that nobody's seen before brand new and they turned it loose because it started in china bingo okay so this coronavirus started in china chinese government let it loose and boy i'm putting a target on my back right now but yeah 
No one listens to this podcast, especially the Chinese. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so then it spread, and then all the travelers started spreading it, and then it's just like a wildfire. It just starts going everywhere. But it all started with the Chinese government. Hey, Ross, That's my Ross, theory. The CIA is pissed off because when they started the crack ep- epidemic, they wish it would have got the traction that the coronavirus got. <laughs> so I'm right there with you. My t- the target's bigger on my back. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. What 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 it's, it's might hey, not be worth. I think that maybe your conspiracy ties into my conspiracy. Yeah, I would say they go hand in hand. Probably I, does. I honestly yeah. don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, there's okay. I don't care. All right, there's that. But here's well, no, the thing. Like, I'm I'm honestly sick of hearing about it because it's gonna if it happens, it's gonna happen. I, I'm, you know I'm know sick saying? of hearing the word pandemic. You yeah, know what, you know what I'm like, saying. But Come here on, here's my concern is like there's a lot of people like rolling their eyes like. I, kind of what you're playing, Eric, right. and, and I get that because I was doing that until today, and and I'll, I'll probably be over it tomorrow. By the time we get done with this podcast, I'll probably be over it. But then it's like, but what if this is like right now? This is is this is the biggest thing that I can remember in my lifetime that it, has happened. Like it, it, it's it, it, scary. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, you remember SARS? H one N one. <laughs> the bird flew. 2009. The oh, bird yeah. flew, bro. Hell yeah. It was worse than this. Oh, it was? Way worse than yeah. this. No one shut down anything. I was, oh. you remember that? I was in my senior year of high school. I didn't oh, give a fuck. Mad cow that. disease. That was a thing. Well, if you look, but going back to the election year thing, I mean, right. every election year there's been a disease yep. that oh, comes yeah. out and just blows up. Yeah. And, and nobody talks about and, it. But and everybody hates Trump. So that's maybe why this is hard. But the thing about it is nobody nobody's talked about it in social social media or the media. But Trump donated his fourth quarter to fighting coronavirus. Yeah, the whole salary just he's he's donated every one of them. Yeah, and yeah. nobody talks about that. That's a good point. Which uh, God, so damn, I, I, this is a working class political podcast. Hey, I, I, I made the, I made the joke earlier. I called it the coronavirus wasting disease. The coronavirus versus CWD, which is more lethal. Here's my thing. First of all, <laughs> China, fuck you. Why can't you launch this disease like in like October 25th? Or, you know, launch it October 15th. That way everybody's yeah, freaking the fuck out. Lay me off. Quarantine me. Right. Quarantine yeah. me. I'll go to the woods. I'll stay home. I'm providing for my family. You know? Yep. How would Philip say that? I'm providing well, for my family. Uh, hang on. Hang on. <coughs> He's got to get in there. Clear it up. Clear it up. Oh, Ron, Rondo, take my well, coat. Well, shoot, fine. We just went out to Kansas, and uh, I, I was hunting trash. and I got some time to do it now because I'm in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love what, you, Philip. I, but I love, but I'm telling you, I had pictures of him on my trail <laughs> camera. <laughs> I, I had him there all day long. I love that guy. That guy's I one of my him. favorite human beings on the planet. Yeah, he is. He's a classic <laughs> human. That dude's yep. awesome. I don't know, man. I just would hate to be to the like. I would feel bad that I didn't prepare for my family. If I'm sitting there with an AR, going, "Damn it!" Now I got to shoot everybody that comes down this gravel road. Do you hey, know did, what I mean? My, <laughs> my buddy showed a pic, shared a picture, and it's an SBR with like it's it you know SBR, but like there's an attachment, and it's got a little handle, and it's got Lysol on the front of it. I'll show you it. <laughs> hey, I I got a game plan. If shit hits off, we all meet at uh, the the bigger compound. I'll bring all the game, wild game, all the ammunition we got, everything we need. We quarantine up in the building, and, and we just... We can have that shed finished we, real fast. We band together. <laughs> we finish the shed, and we get on top of that barn, and we finish people hey, off for the get Hey, to we'll the, grow some like tomatoes. That. Hey, grow some tomatoes, and we're all good. We're good. Can I bring good. my girl? Nah, dude. Fuck her. She's all right, fuck you. Then we're going to be the people <laughs> that take it over. Uh, you, dude, you ain't taking over shit. You can't kill a year-and-a-half-year-old buck. You ain't killing any of us. Yeah, you guys are easier to kill than year-and-a-half-year-old bucks. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> 
Oh, you guys are supposed hey, to be, ooh, but hey. I forgot I insulted everyone. You ever hang and bang, bro? <laughs> bro, I'm on. Hung and bung. Hung and bung. Hung and bung. <laughs> Damn it, that was at the Ohio show. What, we're not going to get What do you think, Austin? I'm kind of, it's just really hit me like the last couple of days. I thought it was all bullshit. Now I see all these, everything's closing down. And it's scary for me because as a farmer, you don't like to see big things like this. Like it can really upset the markets and it's doing it right now. So yeah. I'm, I don't like to lose money. And right now I've been losing a lot of money the last few days. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of getting nervous. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, a, lot of, a lot of farmers are in the same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. I did. It, see, it's a thing that can make a big impact. Which will impact you at deer. I mean, farmers are going to buy new combines. Yeah. I have no problem a, sharing checks exactly, next year. That's why I got laid a, off. From a business standpoint, you know, Austin's saying he's nervous about the markets and everything. It I make whole grain feeds. Right. So what affects him affects me. Yeah, you're buying right. from guys like him. Right. Did we just tie him. this all together? I think yeah. so. Yep. There's an article yeah. that I saw when you I know what happens? Here. We don't get paid by you to promote your product. I thought we were going to talk about that. That's why you don't get invited <laughs> to Turkey Palooza, bro. I did see an article. <laughs> see, Joe, full circle. Full circle. Hey, sir. hey, hey, by the way, Kurt, full circle, 360. 360 degrees. Uh, That's the, how many episodes this is. Damn. Oh, uh, there was an article that, uh, I'll, I'll find it. It was how coronavirus affects ag. Something I didn't think about, but you guys think about every day. So it's just it's it's one of those deals. No it matter how much, everything, really. No ma- yeah, no matter how much bullshit it is, whether it's that bad or not, people will still get the hype, and it'll still trickle down. And you guys are going to be the ones yeah. on the, the receiving end. Well, if, I mean, if it's affecting the stock market as bad as it is, it's affecting each and oh, every yeah. one of us. Oh, I, mean, well, yeah. I did refinance my house, though, because I'm hey, rich. There's, there's a benefit. That's there a, there could be a cool. silver lining in this thing. I'm going to be jumping on that. But. To uh, – I mean, to reiterate that, where it's touching everybody and affecting everybody, you know, I mean, I'm in supplemental feed. That, that's what I do. And all of your vitamins and minerals come from China. So mm-hmm. not just me, but everybody in that space yeah. is going to be affected by this. What? So, Bro, I'm, pour, I'm pouring all my Flintstones out, like, tonight when I go home. Oh, yeah. I'm not catching the coronavirus. Well, you just got to get them before the whole thing popped Joe. off. Oh, no, yeah, you save those and you sell them back to Joe to grind into his feed. Dude, if you just chase it with Jameson, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Keep we covered Keep stockpiling toilet paper. I've got leaves in the backyard. I'm going <laughs> to keep on buying bottles. Hey, you know what I got? I got one of them things that it's it's technically it's for spraying off cloth diapers because we cloth diaper. Oh, yeah. But I'm just going to strain my butthole off from now on. That's there you nice. go. The French call that a bidet. Yeah, yeah. but it's got a, a wand with a trigger on it. Oh, <laughs> Dude, you can really get up in the, there. really get up in there. The cheap call it, thank God I figured this out. <laughs> hey, that's all we need. I just figured out the Joe Humphrey shot. You crush up a bunch of Flintstone vitamins and pour Jameson in it and down the hatch. But Dude, I've got a shot. It's called the tapeworm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Well, wait a minute. What, did I drink this once? No, but you will here in a little bit. Oh, what is it? Don't worry about it. Pretty much just the oh, shot of Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> With a tapeworm. We're going to drown your tapeworm in Jameson tonight. Uh-huh. Actually, we, we can't do it because it's actually a three-quarter shot of Jägermeister. Oh, I'm And then you out. take mustard, oh. and you have to squirt it down in there and swirl it oh. so it kind of coils up. Oh. As you shoot it, it unravels in your mouth. Oh, my that's God. That just sounds... That's the worst shot I think I've ever heard. No, hey, can, can we do honey mustard? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, nothing nothing as bad it. as a birthday shot, though, I call it. 
called a three wise men yeah, turkey oh, yeah. hunt in a gold oh, yeah. mine. That's oh. a bad one. Ooh. That's a bad one. The worst shot I ever uh, took was a uh, shot of Jameson when I ATA ended up in uh, some random uh, people's hotel room. Okay. Don't drink Jameson. That's cool. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Cool story. It's a beautiful thing. Well, it's a beautiful conspiracy thing. theory or not, it's it's turning bad. So. It's here and it's yeah. real. Yep. Right. What I don't understand is Italy. Yeah. Like they they put everybody on lockdown. And all of a sudden, they have a 33% increase in 24 hours. Something's off with that. Yeah. Like, for some reason, Italy is being hit hardest out of all the European. What's going on there? No idea. No idea. For some reason, they're the country that everybody has to look at, and their, their outbreak rate is astonishingly high. I don't know. Maybe eat your bread fresh. I'm just saying. Olive oil. I'm done with the olive oil. Here's here's it's another here's <laughs> another idea. Is that what it is? Here's another idea I've had. So the the media sucks, but yeah. yeah. So we're having all these coronavirus like these are patients that are suffering from coronavirus or they they've got it. Are they sure about that, or are they just advertising it that they do? I mean, no, are these, no, are these no. paid? They, are these paid people uh, acting like they got coronavirus? If they, hi. Her first podcast debut. <laughs> I don't know. That's a little wild, too, but. Hey, know. you never know. They're this blowing day, this day and age, you never know. Look at this chick. Isla May in the house. We podcasting? So I had to bring my daughters. This is me saying goodnight to my daughter on the podcast. Hey, you want to talk? Tell Steve how to kill a big buck? Because <laughs> we're in a BS session with Mr. Joe Humphreys from Big Time. With the boys. What do you think? You say what's up? Did uh, did she ever grow into Rwanzi? Oh yeah, her big time one. Yeah, she wore the hell out of it. We need to get another one. Tell him, hey, I need another one of those. She'd be all shy and quiet. Tell the people we're gonna start a podcast coming soon. I don't know what that means. All right, that's it. Everybody gets quiet when a child comes <laughs> in. You can still cuss. I, I don't want to curse. I don't want to curse. So, the, anyway, coronavirus. Yeah, just yeah about on. the coronavirus. Yeah, I was like, I was. Uh, I got. We got two. Uh, you co-hosting with Dad? Nobody cares in podcast land about this, but I thought it'd be <laughs> funny for everyone. Funny. In the <laughs> We're all mesmerized. We're not saying anything. We're I just know. looking at her. Everybody got quiet when you came in. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell them how to kill big bucks? Say, crazy Uncle Steve. I was around bigger bucks than you this fall. Remember that? <laughs> Remember you saw Daddy's Big Bucks? Talk. Isla. Hi. Hi. <laughs> pumpkin. What are you doing? You gonna wave? Can you wave? She Hi. was making all kinds of noise out there. Now we now can't get a quiet. peep out of her. Come on. Let the people know. Let the people know. Let the people know. Tell them. Steve sucked. Come on. Oh. Oh, she looked like she was going to do Let it. Rip. Her first word. Hey, Alan. Hey, do we got to play Steve. on the podcast? Steve. <laughs> she just says Steve. <laughs> She's like, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> what would you do if her first word was I, Steve? Ross, I like where you're going with your uh, conspiracy theories. How do you feel about Post Malone? <laughs> it's a beautiful transition. Dude, <laughs> here's the deal. I don't, I don't know anything about Post Malone, but I know that uh, a bunch – I read this. A bunch of his followers – so he teamed up with Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. and they sung that song. 
Mm-hmm. And after that, all of his followers were like, "Who's this is going to be great. You know, you're going to make Ozzy Osbourne famous. And Ozzy got on there and said, who the fuck is Post Malone? <laughs> nice. That was That's all I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Posty fan. Just saying. Right on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know much about him. Congratulations is about the only songs. song I know. The what? Congratulations. No, Rockstar? I don't, dude. I don't listen to him. Rockstar and Psycho's amazing songs. I might know Rockstar. I'm I'm not a big Post fan. You can tell it's not my genre. But. I don't have a genre. That's a little bit of everything. Just mix it up. Just listen to all of it. Yeah, mix it up. <laughs> We're talking about Post Malone, Ozzy Osbourne, and genres. I, I cannot wait to see the the banner for this podcast. We can get coronavirus, oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. a little bit of everything, food plot, Steve's girlfriend. <laughs> See, oh man, Steve's okay. girlfriend. We've been all over the map on this one. Keep the hush hush. Yep. If you were uh, Austin, I'm, I'm gonna ask your professional opinion. We said all oh, we we've been all over the map. Whoa, Sorry. hello, oh hello. We've been all over the map. If uh, if you were gonna Take one place. So you put this podcast on a map, elevation map, whatever. Where's the first place you're going to start? Is it the beginning? Where's the best part? Like in the meet at the end. That's right. Like where we're at right now. Yeah. It's more laid back. Yeah. Talking about Post Malone when I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's where you're going to find the giant sheds? That's what I'm thinking. Man, I'm going to get out this weekend. We're talking about sheds? Yeah. I'm going to get out this weekend and get after a little bit. Do some housework. Sure. We'll talk about sheds. Is it where we not? (laughs) Yeah. He said giant sheds. I just left. I just Steve, came back. Steve's just making shit up. Oh. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just bullshit. This is the ultimate BS session right now. I, I definitely will not be out this weekend. You're at what? Because it's his birthday. Oh, yeah, turn, birthday. Turn to 30. You're not going to try right. and find the biggest antler of your life it's early your in the morning? You should break your arm. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Maybe I will. Eric. I'll have my 30th birthday. Yeah. Hey, you should shoot break it down. You won't forget it. Eric, <laughs> I, I have a proposal for you. Okay. Uh, since, since I won't be there, I won't know. But okay. all those white claws that I refuse to drink that oh your wife God. left in my cooler, yep. I'm going to send them back to the shoot this year Ooh. and <laughs> okay. hand one to her and have her drink it. I will, for sure. I'll just mix them in with her other ones. She won't even and know. have her take a oh. picture. Just mark the bottom of the can with like a black, just an ink but, Oh, yeah, and then when she's drinking, I'll send a picture to Joe with the no, no, mark no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I want the, the cardboard cutout, the life-size cardboard cutout oh, of yeah. me that Steve will be carrying around the whole weekend. Have her take a picture with that white claw. No, you okay. know what, Joe? Ooh, um, that's I've got, good. I've got the perfect shirt that I'm going to wear that day. And me and you I'm need tore to get... up. I'm not going to be there, guys. Can we, can, we, can we tape a phone to the live cutout so you can just be there? Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like, like live all the time? FaceTime? Yeah. Joe, I've got, yes. a, uh, I've got a great shirt. So this is this is one of the, the best shirts I've ever seen in my life. It's a, it's the Outsiders, and it's Hall and Nash, and they're just together like stepbrothers. And it's great. Me and you need to get like a stepbrothers esque picture and a word on a shirt in memory of Joe. <laughs> in memory of Joe. Because I died because I had a kid. <laughs> yeah, dude, bro, because you got lame. Yeah, you got to be there for the first couple of days of your kid. Who cares? The boys are hanging out. <laughs> hey, you know what happened to me? Us. I missed Turkey Palooza last year because of my baby. You did. You missed the kickback, too. Listen, the limo and TJ I wouldn't have came up. to the kickback anyway. <laughs> no, you're like, paper and out, I wasn't going to show up. Kurt, Kurt would have just stayed at Austin. You know when you're like, hey, why don't you swing over when you live at that place? Like, why do you think I just never just swung over? Hey, you never you never showed up there. I'm true to my word. Mm. Yeah, you are. Goddamn. I, I'm mad at you, but I can't fault you. 
When have I ever uh, lied about what I said I was going to do? Never. Mm. Mm. Hey, That's dudes neat. with knuckle tats don't fucking say shit they don't mean. <laughs> Lady, I said your pizza's going to be done in 35 minutes. Why are you showing up 33 minutes early? You think Casey's is bullshitting? Well, she didn't live to tell you about how I lied, did she? <laughs> fucking right. She got stuffed right in the grease dumpster where she fucking belonged. Told the mouth off fell. to you. <laughs> Push her in the wood chipper. <laughs> Put it in the wood chipper. Man, that got dark. Hey. Saying. Kurt, you kind of look like every tree trimmer I know, except for this one. Yeah, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joseph, what do you have to say for yourself? That's all I got, man. That's really? it. It's been a blast as always. I got nothing left. Thank you for coming out. You've, you've milked me. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you've milked oh, me dry. Hey, go get a turkey tag tomorrow. And mm. hey, you know what? Don't tell TJ. Yeah, just crash the just party. Show up. Just, just show, show up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here to kill a turkey. He's yeah. probably not going to listen to that voicemail till the day after Turkey Palooza, anyway. So true. Yeah, it would be like true. the sweetest welcome ever from TJ. How did you? He's know already about the this? sweetest guy, and oh, then he just. <laughs> I'm so sorry we didn't have your name on the on the t-shirt. <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> Why does he have a German or a, like a accent? <laughs> you know what? I pictured him talking like uh, Will Ferrell's version of Harry Carey. If the moon were made of ribs, would you eat it? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh, it's Joe from Big Time. <laughs> Holy cow. Hi. Let's go kill a turkey. It's a simple question. <laughs> they're, they're followed up with a frosty cold Bonweiser. <laughs> Dude, that skin's the best. Goes, Man. Hey. I'm curious like a cat. <laughs> I need to find that skit before we glow. Have, That's you, what we're... have you ever listened to Harry Carey like calling Cubs games? I don't care about sports. It's oh dude, it's even <laughs> it's even fucking better than Will Ferrell did. They it, all too. got canceled anyway, it doesn't matter. As long as, <laughs> yeah. Dude, as long as they don't cancel turkey season, I'm in. Yeah. I, I'm okay. Well if they canceled hunting season. Then it I'm going anyway. I'm ready I promise you Turkey Palooza will not be canceled. There you go. Damn. Done deal. You guys are breaking the All right, I'm not going to play this. All right, we're closing out. Round table. Eric. Joe, thanks for making the trip. Love you guys. Austin. Love you. See you at Turkey Palooza. I, I, I skipped. I'm sorry. We knuckles because of uh, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your damn hands. Joe. Drink you, Jameson. That's fair. <laughs> Ross. Uh, good to see you again. It's been a while. You too. So. It's been way too long. Since Turkey Palooza. Hey. Now you're putting the pressure on me. <laughs> Come on. All right. Give me the dates. I'll be there. I got a tag. Uh, Steve, good to have you here. Um, thanks, Thank Joe, you. for coming out. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate Always the party hats. Um, it was a great time watching uh, Steve drink happy hour. Everyone, thanks for listening. If you listen to every minute of this episode, you are a true listener of Working Bless Class Bow Hunter. You were bored at work, weren't you? I caught you. Shout out to our welders. Shout out to our fabricators. Shout out to our operators. Shout out to the farmers. Tanners. Hold up. I'll give you one more thing. If you listen to every single minute of this podcast, I'm going to give you a coupon code to go to, to get 40% off on t-shirts on Big Time on the website. Oh, wow. Hey. Message. Every inch matters, all one word. You get 40% off in free shipping because if you guys listen to this whole thing, God bless you. Hey, wait a minute. Can wow. you make that Alex Jones was right? And make that a fucking discount code. Hey, let's close it out on this. The earth is flat. We love you. Go shoot your bow. <laughs> yeah. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast.
If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.